Welcome back to another edition of the Return the Picks podcast as once again we're trying to make some moolah off gambling on the NFL. Myself, Ollie Wilson, Jazz Gillum and Dave Bluck all discussing a whole host of topics today as we've bounced around the whole of the AFC on the podcast giving our verdicts on the first what eight, nine games of the season for every single team in that side of the league. Thoroughly interesting debate. Slightly more interesting than discussing how gambling has gone because it's not going great this year. There probably are... Oh, no, it's not. There, are, If you were to say our gambling and compare it to an AFC East team, uh, an AFC team, sorry, that we've discussed today, <laughs> who would you... Who would you pick and why would it be the Jets? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what we're going with? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, Dave, talk to me because you were you were the closest last week. Tell me. Yeah, well, I feel like you know if we're picking teams to compare ourselves with, my last week was either the Chargers or the Falcons because I got all the way down to my last game, which was uh, the picking the Steelers to beat the Cowboys by at least fourteen points, oh. and then they couldn't do it. Jazz. So it's a trap. Screw it's a real your trap team. game that Dave. You know you got to be the Steelers got to be real careful when they're taking on teams like the Cowboys. That's what a trap game is when you play a team. But I got five, I got five of six, and pretty annoyed about it. And I think I'm on tilt now. I'm on tilt for the rest of the season. That shook me. That one. I really thought I had it, and then I didn't have it. We worked that kills you. We worked out jazz last week that you'd got 24 of 48 bets right throughout the whole season, which is a 50-50 split. So how did you do? I went two and four, so I'm now under 500. Uh, Oh, what what went right for you? Uh, I got the Ravens minus two and a half against the Colts. I also got the Vikings minus four against the Lions. The Washington football team screwed me. I had the minus three. The Broncos didn't manage the comeback against the Falcons. Seahawks did not win the game against the Bills um, by a three-point margin. And the Chiefs kept that Panthers game real close, so they didn't win by at least 10 points. Okay, so now I think you're fiddling bets because you actually bet on Thursday Night Football last week. Uh, in your podcast bet, so this is you've just read out a different bet to the one because oh. you, you actually went three and three according to my numbers because you had <laughs> oh really well, yeah because you had the Packers going yeah. minus seven and got Thursday night football right you had the Ravens minus two which got right the Broncos plus four which got right but the Chiefs at so you're five the Chiefs at then. minus ten point oh, five yeah. Seattle at minus three and the Steelers Cowboys game to be under forty one point five points right. that was my which went sorry, to forty two points yeah per second so, so this is. Yeah, I mean, it's hard for you to keep track, Jazz, because you probably place about going. 20 bets. <laughs> going out everywhere. You are an, a, There's a so many balls addict. in the air, I can't even tell. I just saw, saw the first six-team thing. I thought, oh, that's, that's going to be the right one. Yeah. Clearly, I was wrong. How did you get on, Ali? Uh, not great. I went four and two, well and truly <laughs> defeated. Uh, sorry, two and four um, would be a better way to put it, because that would be the correct way. It sounds better as four and two, but I got the Titans and Miami right, but uh, Seattle, the Chargers... Uh, Denver Broncos and the Washington football team uh, I got incorrect Can't you know what against the ridiculous Falcons thing is you... is that I I was convinced that I'd bet against the Se- uh, the Seahawks and I was sure I put money on the bills instead and I hadn't I just completely mind blanked it but yeah I, I did end up picking Seattle I've done that in past weeks where I like I trick myself into thinking that it's one way and then <laughs> it's, it's, not. it's not so Jazz is still at 50-50 27 bets correct this season so far Dave is 29 bets correct so far this season in the totalizer and i'm at 33 uh so fingers crossed for this week 
Uh, those bets. Let's get that money at the end of the show. There's some big money on the line actually with some of the bets this week. Like everybody's plus thirty five quid, so off a pound. So yeah, maybe we can afford to get a takeaway between us if we win this week for the end of the season. If that's our winnings. Yeah. I mean, is Jazz part of this takeaway order? Because it's definitely <laughs> not going to stretch it. Maybe it's for me. If if Papa John's are still doing the fifty percent off pizza thing, if you spend fifty quid, then there's a chance we might. Uh, get... I don't want Papa there's John's. There's a chance. We can don't, don't want it. We can leave it at that. Uh, no yeah, we we spoke all <laughs> things. Papa John's. The new uh, potential playoff outlook with half the league going to be in it. Uh, a little bit of the AFC, a lot of the AFC, in fact, a little bit of Saints against Bucks to kick things off. Enjoy the podcast. Over the middle, picked off! Season fired, intercepted! Blitz coming, pass is picked off! He's going to go looking again, and it's picked off by Stephon Gilmore, down on the right sideline. Into the end zone, and he's picked off! Back the other way! Okay, so I didn't watch the game. I've not seen the highlights, so I'm not as prepared as I should be for this. However, I did see at one point the Saints led by 31 points to nothing. Yeah, I mean, it was a demolition. That sounds like an absolute beatdown. And also another game yeah. where Mike Evans hasn't had a catch when facing Marshawn Lattimore. I saw a thing on Instagram saying that it's been 703 days or something like that since Evans got a catch facing Lattimore. Well... Antonio Brown needs to get a catch when facing the right way because Antonio Brown looked terribly out of sync with Tom Brady. I don't know oh, why dear. he was playing so early. They had no connection whatsoever, really, in that game. Did the, they put him in later on, Ollie, or did he? Was he playing? From Brown, the first... Brown was in and around kind of a lot of the snaps first um, first half, and then okay. in the second half as well. Uh, uh, the Saints just looked great. They were excellent across the board pretty much in their execution um the bucks made defensive errors in the secondary which led to open receivers defensively mm. cam jordan and the the defensive line got so much pressure on brady you know we've yeah, been finally as well because we've been talking we were talking about that the other week weren't we that when we were talking around the the nfc <clears throat> they just haven't been able to get that pressure they haven't been able to get those stops so they've finally woken up it's awesome and, and the, second, and the secondary week, yes. woke up as well. I mean, but this is this is what you wanted to see from the Saints when, you know, last week we were talking about, are they as good as the best sides in the NFC? And this week they either showed that they definitely are or the Bucks don't have yet the consistency, which was always going to be the thing. And I think it was really naive for, for myself included, to be honest, to be like, oh, the Bucks are going to do this. They're fantastic. Because I said that, I think, from the get-go, that the Bucks were going to be awesome. Um, and they have been at times, but... As you see, you can take a parallel from English football of when the first few seasons that big teams like Chelsea, like Man City, when they had the money and they started pooling loads of players together. Mm -hmm. it, it still has to take a bit of time for everything to come together and everybody yeah. to be able to work together for it to work. And the Bucks may just have to wait a year, particularly in an NFC that has some really good performance in there. So that, all the Saints, sorry, Ollie, just all that the Saints have got the Bucks number. They just know how to play them and emotionally Possibly. get more up for the game because everyone's anointing the Bucks as the NFC South champions before they've got to that point yet. So say to Saints, everyone, hold on, remember us? We're still here. We're ready to take this title. No one's taking it off us. We're the defending champions here. 
we're going to take it unless they come and beat us. And they haven't done. They got the, that means they've got the tiebreaker on them the whole season, which makes a massive difference to their record that's the same. So it opens up yeah. a little bit of interest. But I do I, also think that these, even these best teams in in the NFL have a week where they can just not show up. It happened to the Steelers the last Packers week. Ag- <clears throat> uh, yeah, I mean, but you still won a tight game. I don't Against know if that qualifies. A, a Dross team, though. It doesn't qualify, though, because you won the game. But yeah, like, I know. But like still. the Packers, when they lost to the Bucks, they just didn't show up. They scored like three points, and they were one of the best offenses in the NFL for the first five weeks. Um, yeah. Like, and then the Bills were on top for the first three weeks, and then they laid a massive egg. Like, I don't know. I think that some of these some of these really good teams just because they lose a week doesn't mean that they're suddenly a bad team or anything. Well, this has but been it was a big shock. It was a big the shock. The irritating thing about all of the fallout from this game because now it's the Saints are the best team in the NFL. Look how good they were against the Bucks. Yeah, are the Bucks yeah. any good? They look like garbage. Oh, they must be terrible. It's like let's not jump to such massive extremes like the saints are a really good team the bucks have already shown that they can play excellent football when everybody's on song yeah. so there's no need for either fan base to worry about it but no fan base as you say dave in the nfl should be getting too hyped up about how amazing they look you know even the chiefs have kind of slowed down compared to some of the stuff we've seen in the last 12 months and last season from them like as you say teams are going to have off days and teams are going to get stretched in weird ways that you aren't expecting, whether it's through injury or whether it's through just game planning or what. But I got really irritated with this kind of narrative that suddenly, well, are the Bucks as good as we said they were? It's like, well, you probably said they were too good, but they're not as bad as you're now saying they are. In the yeah. same way, yeah. the Saints were always a great side in the NFC. They just, maybe they're a little better than some people thought or a little worse than some people thought. But they're they're both teams in that top bracket in that conference. I think the 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 most surprising thing about it though is the ramifications of it for the division. You know, the Saints really it's theirs to lose now. The South. You know, you've got when they've swept the board with them now. They've played them twice. They've won twice. And for the Bucks not to show up in such a big divisional game is pretty messed up. Like as from a coaching point of view, I think you'd just be so disappointed with that performance because because it's such an important divisional game, and you lost the first one. You'd be like, "Well, what are you do? How can you not get more amped up for this game? It's not a it's not a playoff game for sure, but it's got huge playoff ramifications, and they just didn't. I don't know. I mean, it's I'm not saying it's like a a work work kind of work level kind of thing but it's like i don't know it's it's one of those ones where the america's game is either going to have the same narrative that the bucks had in the america's game with gruden and sap and everybody the only other one only one they've been in um when they leave philadelphia and gruden turns to sap and says i've got these guys and that'll be the story (laughs) of arians or actually probably brady turned to antonio brown and said We've got these guys now, which is a complete lie and a fabrication. If that happens, could Brady look terrible in that game? Um, or it'll he's had be a couple of games where he's not looked great. In fairness, yeah, yeah, and I think this time it was mainly down to the rush that was hitting him as well. Didn't have much time to throw. He was pressured a lot, sacked three times. So same against the Bears, three Major- inceptions, wasn't it? 
made some bad decisions, made some bad throws, um, and looked out of sync, as I say, on a couple of occasions with Antonio Brown and didn't look for Brown too much. It wasn't... And what was kind of funny is that coming out of that game, nobody even really mentioned Antonio Brown's name. Like, there wasn't a big negative stamped on him, but no. there was... But didn't see any sort of headline of, like, Brown makes a splash, either good or bad. I mean, I wouldn't like to be in the car journey with... Imagine, like, Tom Brady's going to have to kick Antonio <laughs> Brown out of his house when, like, it all just starts to go a bit wrong. And, and Brown gets five starts, yards like, in five games. Kicking off at him, like, Tom, give me the fucking ball, man. Give me the ball. It's like, all right, man, I've got, like, other guys to throw to. And then Antonio Brown trashes Tom's house or something like that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that would be so funny. He's let, a, he's let a mentalist into his house yeah. and it, it ends the way. We, and, like, in a really weird way, like... I don't know. He takes a shit in the pool or something, and like, and then, and then starts like, I don't know. I'm trying to think of some weird stuff that he would do. I think he, like, the pool like would a... be not enough, though. I think maybe just like a really expensive rug somewhere. Do you think that he like? Yeah. He, maybe he gets one of like uh, Tom's Super Bowl trophies, puts it into like he's just wearing butthole? a jock strap. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Even better. Okay. <laughs> so, I mean, it's it's shaped like the star of a butt plug. You probably get it over the ball and then walk around with yeah, it. Yeah, but right? the point the point being, the point I want I want cameras in, I want cameras in the house the when Antonio Brown goes Loses insane. His mind. Yeah. And Tom yeah, Brady. Yeah. That should be. It should be like the real world. It should be the new. <laughs> like, why are they not? Why are they That's not, not NFL films not doing that? Yeah, all or TV nothing. 12. Antonio Brown and Tom Brady's house. Yeah, yeah, I, and I want. And it starts off with them being like pushing and shoving on camera, like, <laughs> like, oh, it's gonna be so great. It's, it's, it's the conversations it between like Giselle and Brady, like off to the side, like, I want him out of the house, Tom. I want Tom, him out I want of the house. Out of no, my no, house no, right they now. also have the cutaway individual kind of um, interview <laughs> stuff as well, didn't they? They have the green screen room where they go in and talk about what's happening in the house and yeah, they get on with people, and then like, look the around, place. like, I don't yeah. know if he can hear me, but he's starting to scare me quite a lot. <laughs> He, he keeps looking at me uh, like he's going to murder me in my sleep. I don't know. Antonio comes in and sits down. Like, like, hey, I'm ready to get on to this. I'm ready to do this because I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good about this. You know, we're just out <laughs> here. We'd be wilding in this house. This is how Antonio going to live. All right. And then it just cuts to Brady sat there <laughs> like. Tom's just terrified. So it's 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 been a difficult adjustment period with antonio coming into the house and um it's day 38 it's, it's been tom brady's house it's been tough on on giselle i want him gone tom tom i want him gone i don't want him near the kids baby i gotta near... win another super bowl i gotta win one without belichick yeah, okay i understand that tom i but know but like isn't five and a oh, come on he can he can get a hotel somewhere in tampa Bay. he can get a hotel he can live anywhere he wants to he's he's making enough money he'll be fine I don't think he's going to see it that way. Yo, Tom, Giselle, what's going on? Giselle, How what's up? <laughs> hey. Oh. Hey, what's good? the policy on skinny dipping in the pool, right? <laughs> ah, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm not. Huh? Huh? I watch you sleep at night. I mean, what's for dinner? What's for dinner? Oh, and then it cuts to him in the corner of Brady's room while they're both sleeping, just watching yeah. Okay, uh, NFL playoffs potentially getting changed this year to 16-team playoffs. 
I don't really get why they're doing that. I understand from the point of view of having games that you might miss with COVID and that last week or whatever. But at the same time, they haven't missed a game yet. I think they it's to move because... around bye weeks, but that's about it. I imagine it's because they're not going to move the schedule anymore. Um, so if teams okay. that have had their bye weeks moved, then games might have to be missed and forfeited. And so then it gives them maybe a little legal help in terms of teams trying to protest that they missed the playoffs and potentially valuable yeah. revenue and anything like that. That's um, fair. So I think it's the NFL trying to have like a fail safe without actually doing anything to adjust the schedule, which would seem like the much smarter thing to do. How yeah. If it does happen, Ollie, then how does it actually work in terms of like schedule? Does it, Do they then have another buy? Because at the moment there's only one, one buy, buy, right? Yeah. So are they then? Does that mean that there's going to be two? Because they're, they're going to have too many teams. Maybe two, three, maybe three, play, four, right? and five play six, seven, and eight, and then the winners of those two play one and no, two. No, no, no. It's just four games: one versus eight, two versus seven, three versus six, and oh, four so no versus bye weeks. five. Okay. So there's no bye weeks, and it means that the Eagles, if they won the whoever wins the NFC East, won't be hosting a playoff game either. Oh, really? Yeah, because it's yeah. not being done on division winners. It's done on the seeding. So it will just be a straight one oh. to eight seeding in that first round. Well, no, but the seeding will still be... Division winner will still be a seeding. If they did, they take no, but away... the, division, the, the NFC East division winner is going to be the number eight seed. So they Based won't the host. So first will host eighth, second will host seventh, third will host sixth, and fourth will host fifth in the first round of the playoffs. But why? Right. why? Why are they... Why are they change? Why would they change the divisional standings within that? Yeah, within the playoffs, just because they're having an extra team. I, I have no idea, but this is what they've said that they will do. That it oh, would be. So they're going to do weird, that and it? get rid of the have say the five and eleven eagles. Sorry, five, ten, and one eagles in the playoffs of the eighth seed. You might as well just get rid of them out of the playoffs completely and put in the seed that would be eighth if it's based on record. Yeah. And yeah. get rid of divisions entirely. That means you, you might just get rid of divisions in there completely and just have it. Well, these NFC teams are going to play each other, and that's going to be it. Well, I hope they don't need it. What What's going to trigger them actually using that? Then I think it's missed games, isn't it? Yeah, it's if uh, is it like a certain amount of missed games? It's missing like key games. This was the other thing that was about it. Um, what's a key game? Every game is going to be a key games, game from now. Well, maybe divisional games, or maybe like you know, I mean. If the Jets are playing the Jags or something like that, I don't know if that's well, on the Giants, schedule or something, then it doesn't really matter. Um, Giants going to win the NFC East, but we'll come into that later with the bets. But yeah, um, <laughs> oh, I mean, they're only one game back, aren't they? In fairness, yeah, um, they look. And I made my look, case last week. They look pretty good. And they'll probably they look pretty good. They look yeah. pretty good against the Redskins. Oh, sorry, I said it again, haven't I? Oh my they God, look really good Jazz. against the Washington <laughs> Football Team. They look terrible against everyone else. It was me last week, so I can't. It's hard though, isn't it? They've been called that name for so many. I know, years. I know, and I'm so I'm such a dumbass. I put it on my notes as well, so I just read. <laughs> well, just... So just reading it, I'm just reading it off the thing. That's yeah. what I did last week. Okay, so this article uh, on ESPN is saying the division <laughs> the division winners would automatically qualify for the postseason and would get to host games in the first round. So now it, there seems so to be you're two. Just talking com- shit, Ollie. Well, okay. now it seems there are two conflicting things. The C- CBS article is. From the day before, so um, yeah, so it, okay. so maybe it is going to be the division winners, but it just seems apparently the rumor is is that this is what the NFL wants to do anyway, uh, and we'll this make is it how, eight teams. yeah, this is how they want the playoffs to run. 
<sighs> which kind of nullifies the intensity around the playoffs. I mean, even with it expanded yeah, it this does. year, it's a bit like, eh, okay. I know, I'm already kind of thinking, I mean, obviously we'll see how it plays out. I like it. I think that it could Half be good the having, the extra, the having, the, having the extra team in. I'd like to see a couple of years of that to see if yeah. we get some interesting, like, nine and seven teams in, like, a strong conference. Like, last year, the NFC was so strong that there were some interesting teams that were, like, on the bubble that you maybe yeah. would have liked to have seen in the playoffs. But, like, then the other side of that, like, the AFC a few years ago, it's much stronger now, but a few years ago was crap. And it was, like, there were teams, like, really crappy Texans teams or, like... I don't know bang, like who bang, was when just Cav- crawling when in the there, you know. Kansas were pretty bang average, like yeah. just above average. It's just a Mariota's bunch of teams Titans. just crawling in yeah. there. Well, the yeah, the Titans made it a couple of times. Winning their division. Dolphins though. made it once, I think. Like, there's always that like was a long the, time ago. The last like two. Oh, I wasn't said to lie. Sorry, ignore me. It was three years ago. Was it? Yeah, they played the Steelers. The Steelers beat them first round. Yeah, yeah, but there was so you know what I mean. It's like if there's a if there's it, it's a weird thing. If there's a strong conference, then you want to have that extra spot because it'd be interesting, and it feels like that team maybe deserves to go in. But if it's a weak conference, then it's just makes it the playoffs even worse. If you've than got they if you've are, got so half the teams in the league going into the playoffs, it it doesn't add to the spice, uh, no. and it makes that opening round of the playoffs just. Unless know, yeah. they decide to scrap divisions and scrap the whole idea of it's going to be NFC versus AFC for the Super Bowl. It's going to be the top 16 teams and they're going to be seeded 1-16 to 16, and no matter which conference they're in, they'll play 1-16, 2-15 and so on and so forth until you get down to your winners. Yeah, I can't see That's that a radical change. It'd be soon. stupid and crazy. Uh. I, don't, don't, I don't want them to do that for the record, but I just if they're talking the way they are, it's not a big step to get to that point where you just say, okay, yeah. well, AFC, NFC doesn't exist anymore. And you just play as whoever you're going to play, depending on what your schedule or your kind of your um your standings are, which has mm. the benefits of if you do get the best record, you'll play the sixteenth team. But if you and if you forget about divisions, that might be a team that's gone eight and eight, as opposed to a team that's gone twelve and four or thirteen and three. I just don't like it's it. It's just even, I agree. I, I hate I, it. I wasn't even I a fan idea. really of like losing the the second seed. Oh, see, I, I quite like missing... that. Well, we'll see how it plays out because, you know, I mean, this is the first year of it, but I don't know. It's The bye week is so huge a, that to have so two teams getting teams. it is actually interesting because it, the likelihood is is those two teams will probably end up in the next round against each other in the N- NFC or AFC yeah. Championship game. Yeah. If you've got one team that's got that extra week of fitness, that's a massive advantage over the rest of the field. Like, say it's the Chiefs this year that gets that. It feels like that they could it's enough of an advantage where they can just kind of roll however last year they slept for the first two quarters of both games they played until it well actually in fairness they weren't that great in the Super Bowl either for the first couple of quarters too so they play a game Chiefs played it (laughs) no I know but I mean that sometimes you get teams off the bye that that have that the teams that don't have the bye come in and upset people because they've got the momentum they're healthy they're fresh and they're they're battle hardened they haven't had a week off to lick their wounds in some ways and just to keep going with it yeah but there's also you run out of steam i mean the other way to look at the chiefs last year going through the afc playoffs would be you know teams were up initially and once the initial adrenaline rush kind of wore off it was easy pickings because these were teams that played an extra game or whatever you know it's 
there's different ways you can analyze it. I just think giving that one buy to one team is too much to give. And now, like, if you expand it to 16 teams make the playoffs, at least then there's no buys and it's completely fair field again. And that kind of opens it up a bit. The difference yeah. then is that the importance and and almost the thrill of a team getting to the playoffs is taken off yeah. because it won't mean it won't mean anything, will it? Because it always like if you're They've gone to the playoffs really, four really... seasons in a row. Doesn't yeah. mean that they're a good team consistently. It means they're in the top yeah. half of the NFL, which is fine, but it's like we're getting too much mid-table mediocrity going into it's it. It's almost like you should get to the playoffs then. Yeah. Like you're, it's a, you know, it's whether's now it's kind of, yeah, whether's now you can have a good season and you can still miss the playoffs. Yeah. So I guess we'll see how it plays out. But yeah, it doesn't on paper, it's like... I don't know, trending in the wrong direction there, isn't it? Yeah. Direction there, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Let's um let's go into the NFC uh, AFC oh, stuff. Oh yeah. Do you want to start in the north with your Steelers jazz? Well we start at the basement, Shimmy. Last week I quite liked starting at the bottom of the piles and talking our way up through them so it means starting with okay. the bengals this week doesn't it the bengals the, Beng- the bengals well it's a terrible offensive line it is better than last year's though but yeah it's not great it is a very good quarterback that is producing some pretty magical moments at times both before he's released the ball and releasing it their wide receiver core seems to be coming very together good. very nicely AJ Green hasn't done a great deal, has he, in fairness? But that's okay, because he's the older link. They've got a great crop of young, exciting receivers there. I mean, Tyler Boyd's been awesome this year. Um, yeah. And so it's really, T. Higgins. Yeah, I was going to say, really made a pretty big leap, and Higgins as well looks like they both look in really good connection with, uh, with Smokey Joe Burrow. Um, yeah. Defensively, I don't really notice the Bengals at all, though. Yeah. I know what you mean, and they're they're, they're worthy. The they're worthy the of their record of two, five, and one because they're not a good defense, and they've got a rookie quarterback. But they've played the they've played their games very close though, and that's quite impressive given the like, well, given last year for the Bengals, and given how some of the other bad teams in the NFL are doing, they've been really close in these games. They're kind of like a. Uh, like the Panthers, oh, it's a very different style of play because the Panthers are actually playing really good defense. But they kind of make me think of them a little bit just because they're they're frisky and they're in every game. Yeah, and they're quite fun to watch. Yep. Yeah, I agree with that. But you, but ultimately, it's not going to mean anything. Yeah, like. they lost a close one to the Browns. They lost a close one to the Colts. Um, obviously, the overtime game with the Eagles, close one with the uh, Browns in the first meeting at the beginning of the season, and a three-point loss to the Chargers on the opening weekend. So, yeah, they're they're. They're a team that have seemingly started to fix their problems, which you wouldn't yeah. say about some bad teams in the NFL. Yeah, that we're expected to. Yeah, that's a good. Yeah, that's yeah. a really good way of putting it. And, progress, I, th- and it? I think Zach Taylor is first year in the job. This is that's this is what you want to see at least. You're seeing the potential and the quality come together. If they win a few more games down the stretch as well, which considering they've got uh, obviously the Steelers up next after the. Um, I oh, know they've just had the bye week, haven't they? Yeah. Then they've got, they've got, got Steelers this weekend. Then, then Washington Giants, Dolphins, Cowboys. <laughs> Very winnable yeah, games. Four. They could win. Win at least three of them. They, well, yeah. I mean, yeah, two or three. Uh, they've got the Texans as Don't well in there. So, as well. they, you know, they might, they might end up winning 
six games, maybe. Yeah, they could. Five, they could go. Games. They could end up going eight and eight because they'll be playing the Ravens on the last weekend of the oh, season. Which eight, probably... Oh no, 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 not eight and eight. I mean five or six overall. Be eight, seven, one, wouldn't it? Oh right. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I could see them. They could win at least five games going going down the stretch. Maybe if they if it yeah. if they if it gets right and the improvements that we're seeing continue to improve, there's no uh, reason why they can back and run in nicely as well. I think they're just like is they're just fun to watch. Like there's a few teams this year that won't be around in January, or if they do make January, then they're not going to last very long. And I think the but I think the Bengals are right up there with fun teams to watch. Yep. They're a lot more fun than the Browns. Yes, which they are. Which segues quite, ni- quite nicely in. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I can't stand the Browns. How's that I, hill, I, really don't, I don't like them this year at all. Yeah, that hill, the Mayfield yeah. Mound. I mean, I'm still not coming down. Like, Oh, you're going to die is. on that hill, aren't you? He's <laughs> <laughs> coming down week by week every time I but, see him. Uh, yeah, it's just so up and down with him. I don't know. I mean, the jury's still out a little bit for me. Um, I think the jury's come back but, with a verdict. Uh, Baker Mayfield, not very good. Yeah, Baker the but in the, the gloves the gloves don't fit. So you're a piece of sh- a quarterback. So <laughs> yeah, oh. <laughs> yeah. I, um, I, I don't like it. I don't. I, I don't think that losing Odell Beckham's really made a difference to their team at all, which says a lot no. about where he might be in his career. And that he needs to maybe go to a team that will may not value him more, should we say, but I, will try the ball to him more. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, coming back from another injury, I don't know. I, I don't think he's going to be a, an all-pro receiver again. That's for well, he's sure, not going to be in the Browns. Is he? I don't think the Browns keep him past this year. Nah, he's. I don't think he's so. gone now. No, yeah. too much money as well. They shouldn't pay him. He hasn't got the connection with Mayfield, and well, who does? I think he's just. Well, he's getting That's a great so... point, Jazz. Who does? No one does. Well, he this throws is... better. He throws better to Landry and but Landry uh, had, got Higgins. Well, Landry's a reception kind of machine. He gets tons of receptions and goes not very far with them. He had He's like 110 catch, receptions yeah. with Tannehill one year and got 1,000 yards. I don't really care what Jarvis Landry does because he's just not doing enough down the field. This is a team that reminds tackles, yeah. reminds me of a bad version of the Ravens when they won the Super Bowl with Dilfer in that it's a team that's going to rely on defense and run game to get them to victories, the passing game isn't what's going to win them games a lot of the time. Well, it's I mean, I know that, and I know they, they have. It, well, yeah, I know. and I know they obviously beat the Bengals with the late touchdown, and Mayfield had a good game in that game in terms of the numbers he put up. But as a long-term solution, I'm sure Trent Dilfer's had a four-touchdown game in his career as a quarterback. Ooh, do you reckon? That'd be an interesting one. I'll, I'll look it up next time. I'll, we... I'll look it up right now. But um, but in general, this is. This is a Browns team that right now, when Nick Chubb comes back with Kareem Hunt as well as the backup, that's probably the best one-two of running backs in the NFL. Are you a little bit, sorry, just on that point, Ollie, I'm a little bit disappointed with Kareem Hunt when he became the number one because Chubb went out. I thought that he would kind of really seize on that, and he hasn't had a great game on his own. He's just been kind of like 60 yards. I think he got one 70-yard game. He had. I thought he would be a kind of... He had the end of the Dallas game against a bad Dallas team, and he yeah. had a pretty decent game against the Colts the following week. And then since then, against the Steelers and against the Bengals, the run game hasn't quite been there. Um, yeah. and, and last week... I thought he'd do a bit better. Last week, nice. I was expecting more, considering the really windy conditions they had uh, well, that's what I mean. Bengals. Yeah, uh, sorry, against the Raiders good, even two weeks ago. Against the Raiders because it was that exactly that kind of game where the Raiders were running at loads. You had to run at loads because you couldn't 
you couldn't air it out anyway because it was all over the place. Um, and he didn't do particularly great. So they need Chubb back. Yeah. Um, but they have got... So I still think that they're going to make the playoffs. They've got their next three games, Texans, Eagles, Jags, and then they've got the Giants and the Jets later on sprinkled in down the season. Yeah. So that's five games that they should win all of those, really. Maybe not the Eagles. Um, mm. But they should win all of those. And then maybe if they get another win, like that gets them to... If they won all of those, that gets them to 10 wins. And I think they are a n- kind of 9-7, and 10-6 team. Yeah. So, I don't know. And that's a good result for them. I know it's it's a bit like... Oh, it's a big, it's, that's a big win for a team. That- it's huge for them to get to the playoffs at all. I think that it's obviously, you're talking about the long term. They must be looking around um, at some of these young quarterbacks coming through yeah, and-, and thinking like, oh God, have we got the guy? Two- I don't know if we've got the guy. Who has got be- better pocket presence? Kyler Murray's not got a, a great arm, but he's still lighting he's it up in terms of his ability he's the, to he's run. He's the best runner. Lamar he's Jackson, the best runner Patrick NFL, Mahomes, yeah. Justin Herbert. Like, There's a yep. laundry list of better quarterbacks out there or QBs that look better than Baker Mayfield's ever done. I know. Yeah, and he's in his f- fourth year now? Uh, I mean, yeah. So uh, it's, a, it's, it's a little bit, I don't know, it's a little bit rough. But I think that, you know, Browns fans should just concentrate on the present. And if they can get, if they, they should get to the playoffs this year, and, you know, that's progress as a team, even if they might have to make a change at quarterback. I don't know. Wait, no, Baker's in his third year, isn't he? Maybe it's third. Yeah, because yeah. they had the 0 16 season and Sorry. got Mayfield in, and Mayfield came in on the you're Thursday night right, football yeah. and they beat the Jets. Yeah. Third year, you're right. It's not his fourth year. He said two and a half. Oh, maybe. It's half season that he had last season. Yeah, maybe you're right. Sure no, it's had... third year. It's third year. Are you sure? Yes, it's third. Well, year. Mayfield didn't go zero and sixteen, did he? No, no, he did not. And so since they then, they've gone seven, eight, Just and one. Quick and little Trent Dilfer thing, by the way. He so far through my years of looking in nineteen ninety seven, he did have a four touchdown game playing for. I don't know who he was playing for, but he played against the Miami Dolphins. And they won thirty one twenty one. Might have been with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I think he was a QB at the Bucks for a little bit of time. Dilfer. See, I don't know. This is pre-changing the divisions when they had three rather than four. So I don't know what the teams were. So I can't Maybe. really, unfortunately, help that much on that one. Um, anyway, uh, this isn't about Trent Dilfer. It's about the Browns. Um, yeah, they should be in the playoffs. I Miles Garrett's been amazing. This he year. has been very good. He's really putting a, a stamp on why they paid the money. It's, it's rare to see these days a player get paid and then carry on playing really well. I think it might be a case of the way that last year kind of ended for him with, you know, trying to beat somebody to death around their own head <laughs> with their own helmet. Um, yeah. It might be a, a one of those kind of, well, I'm just going to let my play do the talking rather than actions and anything else that goes on away from footballing plays. Uh, and he's just got his head down. I'm, it feels like somebody has advised him just go and play excellently rather than worrying about anything else and getting too well, that, stressed out about yeah it. i mean that that whole episode was so weird because it was just like it was just a blip on what seemed like a an amazing start to a career yeah yeah so i don't know it just feels like it almost didn't happen i i like i like the I, definitely did happen yeah. i like the browns um i don't like them enough to see him anywhere time soon though in super bowl potential 
in the next few years if they keep Baker Mayfield. That's my thing. Yeah, well, I don't think they will because he, yeah, he's not good enough to win <laughs> enough games. Yeah. So that takes us to number two in that division. Which oh, is you're saying Baltimore that so smugly. Ravens. <laughs> oh, is that not, is that the number two in the division, the Baltimore Ravens? Because I tell him because everyone was saying they, they should be number, number one. one, but no, it's not. They ain't number one. Because uh, because so, they're the bottle jobs, aren't they, Jess? Well, no, Lamar Jackson is. Um, although he had a half decent game last week in the second half. The first half was a bit shaky again, wasn't it? Though. Mm. I just see them as uh, so they. The only two games they've lost are to the Steelers and the Chiefs, and that's just about where they are. The third in the AFC for me, and they. But they seem they seem a fair fair way off those two teams right now. I disagree. And I don't know if that is just the quarterback position or not. I think their defense has stepped up from last year. They're even better, and they were good last year as well. Yeah, Patrick Queen looks um, like very good at middle linebacker for them as yeah. well. Yeah, mm-hmm. but he he does look. You know, it, the running game is flat this year. Yeah. And they ran, you know, that was so important to them last year. Okay, it was a historically good running offense. So you're not going to be able to recreate that. But it's way worse. Way worse. <laughs> like, yeah. They still score a lot of points, worse. though. I mean, I'm sure they've saw the, the record that they've kind of on a, raised a record, but on the streak of 31 games in a row, and they scored more than 20 points, which is pretty good. You can't yeah. really argue with that. I mean, I'm sort of. Well, he's throwing. He's still throwing the ball very well. Um, um, nah, I don't rate the. I don't rate the pass attack at all in Baltimore. Maybe this Dave's is this is QB my thing. Analysis isn't very good here because he also likes Baker Mayfield. This is this is my thing with the Ravens is they haven't had under a hundred yards rushing in a game this year. Albeit Lamar Jackson runs a hell of a lot, and so you would obviously expect that. But but isn't he, isn't have, he the leading rusher for the team as well? I'm sure he's uh, the leading rusher probably. for the team. Probably, but. Well, yeah, because Mark Ingram's not doing much, and J.K. Dobbins is okay and coming in. Split the I think load, yeah. Ingram got injured as well for a little bit, yeah. Uh, but passing wise, nothing seeming, nothing that makes me kind of leap out of my seat and think, "Oh, wow, they've got such a great air attack." You know, they've got really good weapons at receivers with Andrews, with um, uh, with Marquise Brown and Brown. his speed on the edge. But I don't see them utilizing really it using, to maximum potential. They're not really using Brown for sure. No. Yeah, uh, he doesn't seem to have much of a deep ball. I mean, I think I've when when I have watched the Ravens, um, you know, Jackson still seems to be doing those kind of intermediate passes really well, um, and getting Edwards in the end zone, which I assume is where a lot of their points are coming from. Um, but you're right. I mean in terms of a deep threat and stuff. And in a league where we're getting so used to seeing 30-point games from most offences and the ball's going crazy just everywhere, like, I don't know, are they going to get left behind? If they can't be the best rushing team in the league, then what are they? Yeah, I think... Are they just a really good defence? I think they've just had an issue with the coaches learning what's happening with their offence. I mean, I'm sure I saw an article today saying that Lamar Jackson came out to the media and said, teams know what we're going to do. Mm. They're already saying to, it's going to be a run. Look out for this. That's yeah, literally what they're, they're about to do. They're calling plays out on the field already. Yeah. yeah. And so if you know what's going to be... They need to mix it up. They need to create new plays because you can't just have the option play again and again and again. And I'm sure the reason why the Colts did so well in the start of the first at the start of the game last week was because Darius Leonard was just all over the entire of that offense. And then he got a bit injured. And that slowed him down because he was slowed down. The Ravens were able to rush like normal. But if he yeah. was at full health the whole time, I think the Ravens lose last week. 
And then we're talking about, okay, are the Colts of this brilliant team that have beaten the Ravens? We wouldn't be saying that mm-hmm. completely because the Ravens just had another bad game. It's hard to say. It's hard to know what you're really getting with them. Don't, On a week-by-week yeah, basis, you're know. expecting them to win, but they don't seem to be doing it at a canter like they were last year. Yeah, and I, I'm kind of expecting them to win against bad or average teams. Yeah. But if they're going in against, you know, the Chiefs or Absolutely. the Steelers, which is what they're going to have to do in January. And in I just don't back, it's the, the, it's the late yeah, game. I just don't back them to win those games right now. And I don't think, I think like calling Lamar Jackson like a bottler is too early now. Oh, agreed. But it I, is, I think it you're is, having your fun with that. Yeah, I think there's a little, a little bit, bit of tongue in cheek. A little bit, but yeah. at the same time, he hasn't won a big game. It's a bit like no. Kirk Cousins in prime time. You've got to do it at really some point. And, and the other thing is you're going to have to out-coach two of the best coaches in the NFL in Andy Reid and Mike Tomlin, yeah, which yeah. I don't think Harbour is able to do, and I don't think that scheme at the moment quite clearly is able to do. However yeah. much the I Ravens mean, they, have they, said today that calling out the plays, bef- the defense calling out our plays before before the snap is nothing unusual, and it's like, oh, okay, well that's not a good sign, but okay, fair enough. <laughs> like, yeah, that, that that's a comment that, that doesn't calm nerves in Baltimore yeah, at all. No, I know. They haven't learned that you have to make adjustments on every year to evolve and make what you're doing better. You can't just mm. do the same thing again and again because yeah. other coaches will be like, oh, you're just going to do that. That's fine. Well, now we well, know that- how to counter it. Yeah, well, that's the thing. It it's it almost seemed it seems like it was foreseeable as well because it was kind of inevitable that the running game would come down to a certain level, and then yet to make up for that, okay, your defense is playing better, so you have adjusted a little bit there. But as a team, why why are they not trying things in the passing game more? I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, if you were trying and failing, then it would make you know, it'd be more forgivable, but yep. to not kind of try at all, it just seems like they're a bit static. But they've still got a really good record, and they've got time to pull it together. So, and they, they've know. got a great, we'll they've got a great defense in Baltimore as well. Yeah, yeah, that's a, a defense that's playing fantastically. Uh, yep. I think they've conceded the fewest points in the NFL, um, top ten in yardage. So, you can't ask any, that's going to keep them in games and keep them with the chance if the offense and Lamar Jackson does continue to slow down as the season goes on. And that's saying something because they were pretty fast. So slowing them down isn't like the end of it. It, that, that, it sounds like it's a real, that just sounded like it. We were being really tough on them. Like, yeah, the Ravens, man, they're not doing anything. Whereas they are still a Super Bowl contender if they can switch a few things For up. For sure. Yeah. But remember yep. at the end of the, uh, the Titans game, they played in the playoffs. I said, maybe the Titans just gave the blueprint to the NFL of how to slow down the Ravens. Maybe they did. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the top? Just patting yourself on the back there, Jazz. Who's... Well done. Sometimes you see the future, Dave. It just it just feels good, you know. <laughs> well, if you like Jazz, Me... Jazz patting himself on the back, Dave. Who's the top team in the AFC North, Jazz? Oh yeah, yeah. Here we go. It's not the Baltimore Ravens. Oh okay. It's the Pittsburgh Steelers. How many how many losses has the team at the top of the AFC North had this year? Let's just get this out of the way. I think it's a big round number. So <laughs> zero. Okay, I was going to say round it down to the nearest <laughs> 10. <laughs> yeah, the yeah, Steelers are... Luckily legit. unbeaten based on that game against the Cowboys. That was not a good um, uh, showing uh, at you're all. You're completely right. The Steelers are always going to be here and their opposition is always going to be just an inch below them, it feels like. <laughs> but that's <laughs> so enough sorry. if you... you know, winning by an inch or a mile. 
if you always if you always keep them there, then you can go on and win a Super Bowl. That's fine. Yeah. But I do see the chinks in the armor. Oh yeah, we, when we, we can, like yeah. the running game particularly is is worrying because if you've got that good a defense and you've got a competent running game that you can rely on, then Big Ben doesn't have to do like crazy stuff. You can just mm-hmm. you can you can go all the way to the Super Bowl with that formula, yeah. Because your defense is so. It's good. It's an offense that is but not like, racking up yards either. They need off, to like the in the pass game, game needs or the to get game. way better. Yeah. yeah, but the defense. I think is, the passing game is okay. Defense are giving up a lot of points and a lot of yards, but they're also making crucial and critical stops at all the right times. I mean, I think Minka Fitzpatrick has had two game-winning pass breakups in the last mm-hmm. two or three weeks. What a and what he's been a picking the ball off for fun as well. He was. What oh, a move! That's the best first round pick Patrick. I've seen for a while. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, we don't want our first round pick. You have it. Yeah, we'll take him. Thank you very much. Uh, an absolute game changer in that secondary from the word go last year for the Steelers. Yeah, and- yeah. And that first round pick is going to be low as well. Very. Low. And that was that- last year's one. So I don't even know who the Dolphins picked with it. And that um. Oh, sorry. Of course. That what lad looks looks okay. quite good. It's not bad, it? is he? Tasty. It's not pretty, bad. <laughs> pretty quick. From leading the you got league, your jer- you got your jersey. I got jazz my jersey. Well. If now, if JJ was to obviously we spoke last week about potentially if JJ was. You know, to there's been more there. talk of that this week. It's yeah, just, and if yeah. that happens, I'm definitely buying a JJ Watt jersey as well. But I might buy a. When you have to get a new Watt jersey, jersey as well, because TJ Watt jersey, because they'll have to obviously put the initials on the back because there'll they be would, two Watts. Yeah, they'd they have would, to have the T. No, because Derek Watt's on the team as well. He's not D Watt. He's just Watt. Oh right. Oh. Because they have different numbers. And that means that you can tell who it is. But Keyshawn Johnson used to do that with Brad Johnson in the Buccaneers. Which I find strange because one's a receiver running on the outside of the field with a different number on to the guy in the middle of the field throwing the ball. Yeah. Yeah, and like one's the quarterback. They're very different people. Very different people. Well, whether on the field is completely different, it's the trouble. Yeah, you don't, like, don't, you don't need to be in a K. I just, I just kind of assumed that that would be something that needs to. Happen. If they did, I'd happily buy another TJ Watt jersey. That's so fine. You'd have three watts. Okay. I have three watts. Just so you get the Derek Watt jersey, which I never would buy. I'm sorry, Derek, but yeah, I, I'm a big fan of the uh, the pass rushing duo. So that would be great. Anyway, um, that defense is getting a lot of pressure and sacking the, every quarterback they faced mm-hmm. multiple yeah. times. Number one in sacks. You do that. You put yourself in a chance in any single game. Yeah, but three, still the loss yeah. of uh, the loss of Devin White is still a big thing. There was another uh, stat White, Devin I, Bush, Devin Bush. I noted down as well. Bush. They're getting on fifty-one percent of plays. They're getting a hurry from the quarterback, and then the closest second place team on that list, which I think was the Ravens, so I didn't write it down, was forty-three percent. It's not bad. So it's like ten percent more, basically, above yeah. the next team. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. It's hard to win football games they've against got, a defense that does that. They've yeah. got the thing that the old uh, Jim Johnson defense in Philadelphia used to have when it was Dawkins and people like that is that pressure comes from so many different places, either yeah. on yeah. delayed blitzes or perfect stunts on the on the uh, defensive line that it's so difficult to work out where you're going to have to add that extra bit of protection that by the time that the running back has realised which block he needs to pick up coming through. It's, it's all too late and the pocket's already collapsing. Yeah. And also the players along that defensive front are also fantastic. I mean, Cam Hayward's brilliant. Bud Dupree, in fairness to him, is having a really good year. I wasn't sure he'd carry on with that. 
TJ Watt, obviously we spoke about him a second ago. Uh, Stefan Tuit is doing really well. And Tyson Alualu has also been a very good replacement for Javon Hargrave, who I thought was going to be a massive loss and who's done nothing at Philadelphia. So clearly best, the scouting department got it right. Best team in the AFC? I mean, they are the only unbeaten team in the NFL. I still think the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs. Fair I think enough. the Chiefs are still more complete. I think that I would, I'm not sure if we, I don't think we play the Chiefs this year unless we play them in the playoffs. So that would be the real acid test for both those two teams because yeah, it's, I think it's be whether Mahomes could cope with that pressure, which I think he probably could. But it's whether or not he'd have enough time to get the deep bombs away to those receivers. That'd be yeah. the question. I think, yeah, I mean, that's the only difference. I think that the Steelers are m- more complete in terms of everything that they've got going in totality. But I just think Patrick Mahomes is so much better than... I think that Chiefs you know. defence can shut down the Steelers' offence better than that Steelers defense would be able to shut down Mahomes and the Chiefs offense because yeah. of the mobility of Mahomes. I think a lot of it would well, come exactly. down to that. And, and, and like you yeah. said, Jazz, it's not like, I mean, the Steelers are playing very, very well, but they're still giving up points. Well, mm-hmm. I'd still say so... they've got some more gears to find, to be honest. I still feel that the defense could still become more suffocating. And I still feel the offense could find yeah. an extra three or four gears, to be honest. I guess if you blitz that much, bombs. if you blitz that much, then you are kind of Play with fire. It's it's such an aggressive way of playing defense yeah. that you are going to leave yourself open when you don't get it right to giving up points. But if you so. get it right more often, you get it wrong, then you're fine. That's what it yeah, is. Yeah, and they are. So yeah. that's all that matters. All right. Yeah. Should we go? Well done on your team being awesome, Jazz. <laughs> well, well twelve and four prediction at the start of the year is looking pretty good now, isn't it? So. Oh yeah, I think you'll get better than that. Let's go to the AFC East. Uh, let's start with. The Jets. The only team without a win in the NFL this season. That's quite a nice <laughs> no, little I segue. And I, I don't know about you guys. I didn't write a lot about I this. Wanna, <laughs> I want to ask you guys a question. Do you think okay. the 2017 Cleveland Browns that went 0-16 are better or worse after nine games of the NFL season than this year's better Jets? Better or worse. There you go. Better. You think the Browns are better? Yeah. Okay. So that that Owen sixteen and the one in fifteen years, they lost some close games. The yeah, Jets I remember haven't them lost losing some tight games. ones, especially against like the Bengals and stuff. Yeah. But I think they had a tight one against the Steelers as well that I they think threw they away. Did, yeah. So yeah. I'll, I'll, you tell us. You've, read, you've done the research. You've, done the, you've got so the numbers. Let me just read a few facts and figures out for you. So the uh, the twenty seventeen Cleveland Browns, after nine games, had scored one hundred and forty three points conceded 240 points, had passed for uh, 1,861 passing yards, 962 yards on the ground, and eight touchdowns in each of those categories. The 2020, so 16 total. 16 total. The 2020 right. New York Jets, after nine games, uh, they've scored 121 points, so that's lower. They've conceded 268 points, so that's 28 points higher. Oh, dear. They've only passed for 1,504 yards, so that's over 300 yards less. It's basically a game's worth of passing. They have rushed for 890 yards. That's about 70 yards off what the Browns had done. They've had seven passing touchdowns, which is under what the Browns did. And they've had three rushing touchdowns oh, this season that is so rough. far. Uh, the Jets have had only two games with 200-plus passing yards. And that's one of those is this week against New England with Joe Flacco in there. Uh, they have had one game with 91 passing yards, which was against the Bills. 
both defenses have had 10 turnovers on D. Uh, the Browns, though, <laughs> in fairness to their offense, had 23 turnovers in their first nine games of that 2017 season. The Jets have only had 10. So they're secure with the ball. They just don't do anything with it. Whereas the Browns were so reckless with possession. It's unreal. Wow, so many turnovers. Their second game of the season, the Browns the... had five turnovers. But that's only the, from everything that you just read out, that was the only stat that that's they the were. the only in. stat, yeah, that the Browns were oh worse. That just makes the Jets God. even worse because if you've been turned over the ball that much, there's pick sixes in there. There'll be really short fields in there. Yeah, the Jets yeah, yeah, aren't, yeah. aren't even doing that. Yeah, no, it's. Yeah. Wow. Bad. That's good, uh, that's good, good analysis. Research there, I like that. So the Jets are. Because I was wondering this because I wanted to. If the Jets had been better than the Browns in 2017. What I would have said was, but you think the Jets actually, they're far worse with Adam Gase and the organization behind the scenes. Yeah. We were we were talking, I'm, I'm not sure if it's going to make it into the podcast or not. It probably won't now because there was a load of other stuff about like the, f- the players finding cameras in the locker rooms, which yeah. they didn't apparently know about. The Jets said that when they were installed, all the players were informed about it back in like 2009 or something stupid like that. And all the Jets players were really upset about people in their locker room. And some suggestions were, well, it's to check what the team is like in terms of their mental attitude when they're in the locker room, when coaches aren't there and things like that. You don't need a camera in that Jets locker room to realise that it's an absolute piece of crap. The mentality, the attitude, the the coaching, it's all completely wrong in New York. And the only saving grace for New York Jets fans is that this might be as bad as it gets. The bad news for them, though, is that if they think that, then every single year from here on out, they're going to think is got to be a step up. And you worry that it might not be with the New York Jets. With the idea that Trevor Lawrence doesn't really want to go there, it seems. People are advising Trevor Lawrence to not go to the NFL if the Jets have got the number one pick this year, which they look like they're definitely going to end up with. Mm-hmm. But you wouldn't trust that organization after what they've done with Sam Darnold to be able to get it right with Trevor Lawrence, however good the kid coming out of Clemson looks. Yeah. And so now, after this season, if the Jets don't win a game, it'll be the case of, well, it's the hope that kills you now as Jets fans because you've seen the Browns rebuild and, and it's not perfect, but they're a potentially the winning franchise. The Bengals yeah. have... The Browns took how many years to get to the point where they've got a roster full of talent? Well, they had a roster how full of talent had... last year and they underperformed. No, I know, but you know what I mean? That In terms of trying to rebuild, how many years, how many head coaches, how many GMs did it take? I mean, with the yeah, Jets, it's taken, their it's... recent successes were not that far away. They got 10 years back and they were in well, the think... championship game with Rex Ryan and, of course, Mark Sanchez was there to... Yeah, but the cliff fumble. that they've fallen off as well, though, is, is quite Ever ridiculous. since Geno Smith had his jaw broken, yeah, it's been a cliff. They've been the worst team in the NFL since then really and they on balance they've got um, they've got a 37 they've lo- year old the browns have back. won a lot more games than them you reckon since then yeah they have uh don't know if I the agree jets have had like the jets have had like i'm gonna check that now maybe not since that season since... they might have done okay the season after but i'm sure dan hansis was talking uh like in the off season that the jets had been the 
had the worst winning percentage. The point is this like New York, the last five years. This or so. New York Jets team that we're seeing right now is the worst team that I've ever seen, and I didn't think <laughs> I didn't think you would say that after the 0-16 Browns. Like even though the yeah. Browns had some close games, they were still an absolute mess of a franchise after a 1-15 well, season. Is it is it just me as well? Where you don't like the Browns? I felt very sorry for them, and I think like Hugh Jackson was quite a popular guy, even though you know that team was awful and he wasn't doing a very good job either but like i don't even feel sorry for this jets team i don't care no they're the I creation care. of their own downfall yeah completely it feels so you know i mean that'll feel a bit better when gase gets out of there but it it feels like the team is being mismanaged from the top down so it's not like they get rid of the coach and suddenly they're going to be a winning organization i mean they might luck into you know the next great coach but I don't know. I don't pick them. I don't back them to pick a good guy. I think they're going to make mistakes all over well, again. The other thing to note from all of it is there. If the Jets don't win a game this year, there's one big similarity between the Jets and the Cleveland Browns in 2017. And that is Greg Williams as their defensive coordinators. Yes, and of course. Yeah, he's got a bad reputation as Brilliant. a bad attitude. Anyway, nobody should ever think about putting that guy in a position of power on a defense again if he is in charge of two defenses that go 0-16. Otherwise, you're failing upwards. He's already failed yeah. upwards once. Just that quickly on that Jets-Browns thing, by the way. The Browns are the last, since 2011, since the 2011 season where they went 4-12, and they've won 39 <coughs> games since 2011. Mm-hmm. The Jets have won 56. Okay, so okay. the Jets have so fallen a whole over. season more. We're going back further. If you look at the last five years, then okay, I'll do that for you now. Um, All right. Well, I haven't got much else to add on the Jets except for I, I can, yeah. I can miss I mean, every I, I single just, game of theirs for the whole year. I just put three words down in my notes. I just put a suffering mess. That's all I put down. Yeah, it, so. it, but the suffering <laughs> is from them sticking a sword in the ground and taking a big running yeah. jump. Yes. <laughs> and even then they probably missed that as well so <laughs> like <laughs> just crack their toe on a ledge um, so Browns have won 17 games in the last five years and in the last two years the Jets have won 11 this is not including this season currently by the way this is all the seasons full complete seasons mm-hmm. they won 16 in the last three 21 in the last four and 34 in the last five Some good so mental. they've outperformed the Browns by a huge oh, fair amount fair enough some good mental arithmetic there. Because you've forgotten about Monsieur Fitzmagic that was there for a little bit. Yeah, yeah, they had that season which propped it up, didn't they? Well, they, enough, were, they were winning sort of four, five, six, seven games most years. The Browns are winning zero and one and two. And you know the Jets, though, were winning those games because they were in a division with the Buffalo Bills and the Miami Dolphins, who yeah, are who were also now terrible. turning it around nicely. Uh, before we get to them, we should look at the New England Patriots scum and see how, <laughs> how fantastic it is that they are 3-5 and five with a losing record, and it's not down yeah. to anything except the fact that they're a bad team, aside from the fact that they had so many people drop out at the beginning of the year not wanting to play the season, which hasn't takes, been brought up in anything that, that hasn't I've at all, which I think is a bit unfair. They lost six, effectively six defensive starters. Yeah. A captain as Chuck well, makes yeah. a massive difference. Donta Hightower makes a massive difference. Yeah, when Straight you're talking about pressure, Donta Hightower is one to get pressure up the middle. 
Yeah, so you, t- you take out those two guys from the defense just before you take any of the other guys out. That's two big losses. That's two huge losses in that team. It's like taking TJ Watt and Minka Fitzpatrick out of the Steelers. Yeah, it's that's um, a different defense. It's something that's completely overlooked when people are analyzing New England. Yeah. But I think also the fact that their offense is is terrible. so bad. It's terrible. And I put uh, h- yeah. huge portion of that onto Cam Newton. Not just because of, I disagree. Not because of his. Uh, I didn't put it on him. I put I it on put his decision making in games. I think there is too much of a reliance. Well, it's hard. It's it's hard to make good decisions when, no Ollie, when you've when you haven't got any receivers to throw yeah. to. Possibly. I, th- I think actually this comes back to not that I want to blame Bill Belichick for anything on this one, but he's obviously the team. He's builder, a bad isn't coach, isn't he? No, no, no. He's just <laughs> he's the team builder. He's the GM of that team. When's the last time you had a really good draft pick pay off and work? Yeah, this five, is six years. This is some of the frustrations that New England fans have kind of said. They're great at picking up talent to fill in spaces, but they're not yeah, good at a draft sourcing new talent. Yeah, because they haven't been very good at that, and that's the reason why the roster is so talent poor. It's all well and good, Bill saying, "Oh, we we sold out. We we made all our moves, and we oh, got we our roster, and we got all these rings, moves, and we did all that." It's all well and good done. saying that because, in some ways, Tom Brady was making up for a lot of those inadequacies. Granted, when they lost Gronk, you could really tell his presence was completely mm-hmm. lost, and that offense was different completely after that. Edelman going down means that they've lost, and he's also getting kind of old and slow now, which doesn't help him either. But they haven't got any receivers really, and, and Kill Harry isn't looking very anyway. good most of the time. Edelman's Adam a Dola is the playoff guy. As I, that's Adam Dola. Adam Dola no, but, is the playoff but guy. Edelman, Edelman always seemed to shine brighter in the last few years in playoff football than he did in the regular season. You reckon? Because yeah, yeah when when Amendola yeah, left sure. the playoff Amendola thing, Edelman kind of picked up that mantle. Mm, okay. He is known for that for being. Well, I'm not going to say he's player. not. I just think that he's not a bad player in the regular season either. I think he's, no, no, no he's, he's, fi- he's fine. He's but, a very good player. But Edelman is the guy that I is one of those guys that I think like Amendola is. Uh, yeah, if they get in the playoffs, Edelman will, Edelman will get seven, eight we'll catches a game kind of thing. Yeah, but I just think that's yeah. that's fundamentally the trouble. So you can't run the ball if the other team doesn't respect your passing attack at all. Well, I don't think their running backs are that good either. No, no, no. So I don't really... I don't really I Damien don't Harris think... has looked all right. Sonny Michel had one good year, and he hasn't really done yeah. a great deal afterwards. Rex Burkhead is, in some ways... A goal a line guy. Yeah. A journeyman, to be honest. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I just... I, and what about James, James White? White? James White is good at pat, cut, a pass catching back, but again, it's not going to break Cam's the world. In a, Cam's in a in a, a bad spot there. It's but not, I think, like, I think and their the... defense has taken a big step back. I know that's partly because yeah. they're missing those players. They haven't got Stefan Gilmore as well. He's out. Um, and the division this year is better, apart from the Jets. The division is much and the, better. And the division's better, but it doesn't it feel like it's kind of like old Billy Boy was committing a bit of hubris and just kind of seeing like how bad he could get his roster and still, still win, win. Oh, uh, and, do, and, do you not and think now maybe... we know the answer to that it's this bad a team that you can't win with uh, because he's not going to have a winning record uh, at the end of the year no. do you think the cam influence though has been negative because there's the idea of we can do all of this stuff with cam and you can't do that in a bad offense anyway like cam can run at his best when there's a threat of throwing it downfield this way, I don't put it on necessarily on Cam completely in terms of his play, but I think the Cam Newton impact in New England is negative because that's the working asset and kind of the only working asset that they have. So the it's it's too easy to just keep 
putting the ball in Cam's hands and Cam wants to take the ball and have it in his hands anyway. He loves to run with it. And I, but if they didn't have that, they would they, they, they would have, have nothing. Even even less than but, what they've but got. Then you Brian would, Hoyer in that team and they're, they're going 2-14. and 14. I mean, Brian, I mean, I'm not Brian sure Hoyer that had a Mahomes. pretty sweet game when he came in for that, for that one start before he was replaced midway through it. So uh, I don't know what you're talking about I, there. I'm not sure that Patrick Mahomes would be like lighting the world on fire with those receivers to be honest no. like, or Sam Donald. I just or... wonder if it negatively impacts the play calling and actually if you if you put it in somebody's hands and just force them to keep throwing it out left right center maybe it would help that's the only thing whereas if you're kind of constantly to every every three plays you kind of assume it's going to be in Cam's hands or at least somebody's going to be trying to shove it through the middle I also think they're massively underutilizing Sonny Michelle because he hasn't had a thousand yard season, but he's had an over nine hundred in both of his last two years. So I, 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 just, I, I think that's actually because you can he doesn't ass- look very good, mate. Well, he's been out injured as well um, this season I just already. Think that the whole running game is struggling. I mean, that's the trouble. I mean, that even if you had Cam Newton, just but they, running ro- but they on rotate backs in so much as well in New England. I mean, because they want to get James White touches out of the backfield with his pass catching ability. You know, then yeah. Rex Burkhead will have a game where he you know picks up three touchdowns in a game and. And Sonny looks like, okay, maybe he's going to adopt it. But I, I just, I don't know. I really liked Sonny Michel and really liked what people kind of said about him and the brief bits I saw of him when he was, uh, um, was out of Georgia, I think. Yeah. Uh, he was talking about his backup, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. And it was like, okay, well, you know, let's... And he's he's done well in New England when he's been given He's consistent... not a bad running back. I just I think that the whole running game as a whole is suffering. And I think that if you had Cam Newton with a good running game behind him, that's when you have the whole Lamar Jackson-style offense where, mm. well, now you can have it. Oh, no, now you got to worry about me. Oh, no, you worry about me. Let's give it to him. But they haven't got that really going, and they haven't got the Well, it worked for two games defenses. at the beginning of the season, It did, didn't yeah, it? but then they realized, and oh, we that's what we're doing. About. That's then you, fine. Then you snuff it out, yeah, real quickly. That's the thing. It's all just got it's all got very stagnant very quickly in New England. Yep. Huge rebuild for them, I guess, with, uh, yep. with Belichick. What about Miami, who somebody... Somebody ludicrous on NFL.com said that the 2020 Miami Dolphins have the same sort of feel as the 2001 New England Patriots, that they are about to or could do something very special. Really? They've got... Who said that? uh, It was an article of like um, hot things to look out for this uh, after this first half of the season. Um, particularly with the young crops of players, it's a bit strong. Well, I think he's yeah, only making that connection strong. because of Flores, right? That seems well, a bit yeah. convenient. Brian he's Flores in a great that, defense. So people read it and he gets paid. Well, he put Tua above Justin Herbert already, which I took a great exception to. He lost me at that point in the article. But um, that's dumb. Who was it writing it? I can't remember off the top of my head to be oh, honest. Okay. Um, but yeah, it was. This Miami team is great on defense. It is really good on defense. Yeah, and I was the first. No names. I was the first person to to lambast them for pulling Fitzpatrick, and actually, to a the one thing that you definitely like seeing from him, not just the mobility and some of the evasion that he's had in the pocket already, he doesn't give the ball up, hasn't thrown an interception yet, which I think is actually really impressive when you look at the weapons that he doesn't really have in Miami in terms of. That passing attack because he's only he's only had two games. I mean, no, but I, that's not that hard to throw, not throw an inception into. I, I, yeah, but I think as a rookie, wins, a rookie games. in your first two in your first two starts, you would imagine that a rookie in the NFL is probably going to throw at least one interception in their first two starts. And I, I and I'm in, I'm impressed by that by Tua. 
coming in and looking pretty secure with well, his decision. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's sure. Yeah. I mean, I so watching the um, the game back from Sunday, there were a couple of plays that were really impressive. He had a great drive that ended in a score to Gaziki. Is it Gaziki or Gaziki? Gaziki. Gaziki. Um, but yeah, he was on. Uh, it was third and nine on his own, like four, and he had loads of pressure on him, and he still got the first down. And then he ran for another th- third down uh, on the same drive to keep it alive, and he went like five, five and five, and then he had a really crazy run. I don't know if you saw the highlights, Ollie. Is that the one where he, he stepped like, three guys and then was able to move? Yeah, up? he like, and he did a little kind of pirouette. Yeah, yeah. He really had to kind of. Um, um improvise on the move um but yeah he looks he looks good and i think i think it's going to flummox defenses a little bit having a lefty they've they're going to struggle they've with got it. a great tight end for him to throw to in Gaziki, who is looking Gaziki. like another evan engram kind of thing which is exactly what he was called when he came out of college um what a year ago two years ago uh Devonte parker's looked really nice this season so far uh, outside yeah, of that, player that got out of way of Adam Gase and started to look better. But outside of that, in terms of the pass attack, like I struggle to get excited by many of the other Dolphins players. I, I still don't like the run game that much. Williams, Williams is good. Uh, Preston Williams. Hmm. Yeah, but it's He's having a good year. It's fine. It's I don't. You compare it to like good one-two tandems around the league and Miami doesn't oh, crop yeah. up as I mean, like a... But that's that's the thing, that they don't have any stars on offense or defense. I mean, Tua is already the biggest star on that team and he's just got there, yeah. played two games. That's why it's so amazing what they're kind of doing. And they, you know, just going back to what I was saying before about the Bengals being a bit of a surprise this year and staying in games closely, like... The, and the Cardinals are a little bit like this as well. Like they're the Dolphins are hanging around in these games, but they're winning them. Yeah, mm. and it's like they are kind of like the Panthers. You know, I think they're the best example. They're well organized. They don't have a lot of stars. They lost their biggest star in Christian McCaffrey, but they're just really well coached and they're just overcoming it. And the Panthers could have easily been in the Dolphins' position, but they've lost some of these a couple Closer more games. of these close games yeah. yeah the Dolphins put up points which is something you don't normally say about the Miami Dolphins although no, they're fairness, fun that game against the Rams the offense didn't put the points up the defense yeah, the special, special teams, teams did. Yeah. yeah but and they got another defensive touchdown uh, on Sunday as well yeah so it really helps if you get those yeah I, it's, it's it's no knock on them just that's the thing I think that before we anoint two is this magical oh no I'm, no I'm not I know, I know you weren't but every, <laughs> other people have been yeah. Just take a step back. He's played a very good one game, a mediocre first game that he played. So let's just wait and see where we get the rest of the year. And what's the thing we've yeah. been told on this podcast by Shane Vereen, that it's the coaching that gives you the extra 5%. And if you're winning yeah. close games, Brian Flores, you've got to give a hand to. Yeah, so oh, that's yeah. the thing, isn't it? He, and he could the, be um, coach of the year right now. I don't know. I read somewhere about well. the, the Rams game that the reason why they probably won that was Brian Flores, of course, the defensive coordinator, not in name, but in actuality for the Patriots when they completely flummoxed uh, Sean McVay in the Super Bowl. So it just happens that he obviously knows the way of stopping that offense. And just having a look at their... There's a good point, Jazz. Just having a look at their schedule as well. Broncos, um, then the Jets, then the Bengals, okay, the Chiefs, but then the Patriots, the Raiders, which is a winnable game. 
and then finishing with the Bills, who are up and down, as we're going to talk no, about good now. Candidate so for a wild the, card. The, the the Dolphins have got an excellent chance of making the playoffs. Yeah, excellent chance. And I wouldn't want to play them in January. So I well, would. I'll be there. It's fine, don't worry. If Miami are hosting, that's exactly where I'd want to go and play a game of football. Get down the sun. I wouldn't. Oh right, I wouldn't. Okay. <laughs> I meant because they're um, a slightly dangerous team. I wouldn't yeah. want to be going somewhere like. <laughs> I'll go and do some cocaine and sit on a beach. Sure. Well, yeah, I wouldn't want to go somewhere like you know, Buffalo, New York, which is going to be or Philadelphia cold and horrible and snow covered, and where the leaders of the AFC East are sat, led by Sean McDermott, lovely chap. Oh, lovely little segue there. I like that. Love, yeah. love Sean McDermott. Segway. Very nice guy. Uh, we go way back. Um, Excuse me again. The Bills. Josh Allen's garbage. They've got no run game. <laughs> but Stefan Diggs is the game changer in Buffalo for me. Garbage. Yeah, he is. Let's walk through that a little bit. Garbage. That's strong. Because if Stefan Diggs is a game changer, someone's getting the ball to him. Yeah, it's like Tyreek Hill. Yeah. Like Josh Allen is just throwing oh, so, it in so the So basically, Mahomes is trash, but Tyreek Hill's the game changer. No, as in like Stefan Diggs just runs, and Josh Allen like <laughs> throws it with this the the strength of an exceptional person, and <laughs> and Stefan Diggs runs underneath it and just has the ability to adjust and make plays. Look, Josh Allen is going to lose them a playoff game. That's what I'm saying. I think he's still. But he's which still playoff in, game, though? Yeah, could could easily be the first well, one. In fairness, it doesn't matter which playoff <laughs> game, does it? If they win, lose any playoff game because of him, yeah, that's it. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I understand. I mean, I think it's it, just to bring a bit of balance to it. It's very balanced. I thought my opinion was, to be honest. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the it was it was too soon. Like the first the first three games, three four games, he was playing like really well, really really well. And it seemed like the mistakes were kind of getting ironed out. Now, the three of us were watching the games and we were like, we can still see that he's the same guy. Mm -hmm. We're just waiting for the stats to change. And then they started changing. Yeah. But then last week, he was very, very good again. Against a poor Seattle secondary. Against a very poor Seattle secondary, but they really lit them up. And he was cantering in that game. So... Yeah, he's an absolute I don't know. canter, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> I think the trouble with that, though, is <laughs> Russell Wilson had a few giveaways in that game. If Russell Wilson takes those giveaways and doesn't doesn't give the ball away, suddenly that Seahawks team, I think, wins that game. I think that the, the Bills got off to a really good start, but the Seahawks defense managed to find some ways of trying to slow them a little bit. The trouble was the Bills had such a lead at that point that it was hard for them to come back into it. I know, but I'm... I'm just saying that Josh Allen was undoubtedly very good in that game. Oh, yeah, so it's yeah, kind yeah, of like, yeah. I don't really know who's going to show up. So I think that they're a very hard team to, to, to kind of analyze. Yeah. And I completely agree with you, Ollie. I think they're probably, you know, they're going to go into the playoffs. They should win this division now. And who's what Josh Allen is going to show up in the playoffs. And is he going to be able to, if they are a legit Super Bowl contender, he's not going to be able to go three or four games in January without having a game where he just shits the bet. Yeah. yeah. So that's kind of and, where and they, they don't, are, isn't And it? they don't have a run game to fall back on. They've got a good enough defense. Yeah, their run game sucks. They're going to stay yeah. in games, but it's about the passing attack staying as strong as it yeah. can be. And if you can shut that down... Are you, then... are you surprised at that, Ollie? Because I thought Singletary was like potentially a kind of 
like number one guy who's going to get a thousand well, yards. Well, here Moskins. Uh, well, did I just over? Did I just overrate? I think you may have overhyped Singletary, and also the fact that Allen keeps the ball so much anyway. They have a few kind of RPO type stuff as well, and Allen will keep it and and run it. And, and also, and, and Moss is there, to, and they're basically splitting the carries fifty-fifty. I think not far off off that. So it's not like they have a lead back like they used to have with a Shady McCoy or a yeah. Frank and, Gore. And even Frank Gore was getting the ball more than anyone else was. Singletary wasn't great last year. Like Singletary was fine. Yeah. But the excitement has been the pass attack and Josh Allen because yeah, of the yeah, cannon yeah, arm. Sure. Uh, and the exciting thing this year has been Stefan Diggs coming in and then them having that connection. Yeah. He's leading the NFL. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's a wild boy to have. He's there. nearly got 1,000 yards already. But so. Cole Beasley is a wonderful guy out of the slot in a like poor man's Cooper Cup sort of way for the check down mm-hmm. for Josh Allen, which makes life a lot easier than just trying to hit one guy the whole time because yeah. Diggs can't and also do it John all. John Brown as well, there too. Smokey. And Dawson Knox hasn't quiet, done much this but... year, but Dawson Knox, I think, is a really good tight end, a really good receiving tight end. He's got some serious speed to burn. And he's been doing nothing because Diggs and has been getting all the ball anyway. Yeah, and Gabriel Davis has had a few catches as well. Um, he and John Brown seem to be the kind of joint third option for Allen to look at. It's... It's a good. It, it, I just enjoy seeing the Bills as like a classic franchise to me, doing yeah. well and potentially yeah. somebody nice. not the Patriots winning that division. Yeah. Plus, like you know, we're talking about that for the the Browns are in a similar position in terms of you don't. I mean, it's a much lower floor with uh, Baker Mayfield at the moment, but um, they're looking. You know, them as a team, we must be able to kind of bask in where they are. Like if they can get to the playoffs again, the Bills, then and they can win that division again, then that is progress. We don't know if Josh Allen is going to be like a long-term solution if he's going to be like this amazing guy in five years. But he's taking steps. You can't say that he's worse than he was last year. That's fair. With some of these other quarterbacks, you can say that they are regressing. Mm-hmm. He's definitely like going up. Jackson. Yeah, Josh Allen has got better than what we've seen. Yeah, but he could get better next the, year, the, you know, and keep getting better. The difference yeah, is, as as I think I said last week, it's about whether you can be consistent, and that's the thing yeah. that hangs over Josh Allen's head of the lack know, of consistency. It doesn't look like he's got every position and every team. If you can be consistent, yeah, yeah, you're, I, you're fine. I know. But I'm, yeah. that's I mean, like but I made that his point style last week. Doesn't suit and the problem that Allen has yeah, is yeah, that he yeah. definitely has shown that yeah. he doesn't have consistency. No, his style doesn't suit being that consistent starting. He might quarterback for twenty get years, kind of knocked up a bit as well, because there are times when he gets a bit too overconfident with his running, and you're like, okay, well, you are you are the quarterback, mate. He's a like, big guy, though. I don't know. Dude. Yeah. Have you seen the uh, the combine I video of him doing his forty? By the way. No. No. Oh, I'll try and find it for you later. He runs backwards. Very funny. Okay. <laughs> no, no, the way he runs. Obviously, what, he's, he's got some pretty... serious speed to him. So fair play to him. But his running gait is funny. I'll try and see. If I, I want to see Kyler Murray's uh, forty. Just his little legs, just, just like a blur. Josh Allen, slow upstairs, fast downstairs. I hear you, Jess. Yeah. Hey, look, this one's going to be a real quick one to get back into. The, Who gives a shit about the AFC the, South? The Jacksonville yeah, Jaguars, yeah, the, the tiramisus of uh, of the NFL. Uh, tiramisus, mate. Come on, get it right. Tiramisus. Tiram. Sorry. Tiramisus. No, it's only because Tir- I, I got told off by a US commentator that said 
Um, the only problem I've got with you doing the NFL is that you're uh, you're say you're calling them the Jaguars and it's Jaguars. Jaguars. And I was like, okay. <laughs> no, it's not. So sort right. sort the language. It's, not. Out. Um, it's a bit like how aluminium is not aluminium; it's aluminium. Oh, there's so many words like that. Tiramisu. I mean, yeah, I know. There's so it's many like, confusing, oh. difficult words to say. Very frustrating. Uh, Garner Minshew is not what Minshew Mania was hoping he would be. They've got a really good little running back in James Robinson. Everything else about this. T- DJ Chark is the other real positive. And the other receiver, uh, um, Schultz. Keelan Cole? No, no, Schultz. Something oh, Schultz. That's it. Cole's all right. Like, yeah. I'd, I'd, like a Renault. I'd take keep sh- in a shed. It's always interesting to look when you rate a team how many players you'd want on your team potentially. Yeah. Or like if you're building a team from scratch. And Shark's kind of the only one that I'd take. Yeah, that's fair. Maybe who's that linebacker they've Miles got? Jack. Uh, Miles Jack is captain. a good one. Yeah, he's yeah, good. Miles Jack's he's a really good, a good player, ball. but uh, he's been out injured parts of this season as well. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't like I don't like the Jaguars. Enough uh, said. They're not they're not a good team. They deserve one and seven. They are probably better yeah, than that's the Jets. The, but the thing is, though, it's just amazing to think that that first win was against the Colts in week one. You think, okay, the Colts are going to be crap and the Jags are going to be much better than you think they are. And it's the the paths are reverted back to what you thought preseason. Yeah. The Colts are better mm-hmm. than the Jags and the Jags do suck. I can't think. I'm just having a look at their schedule now. And yeah, I, oh, the Texans in the last game. I, I was trying to think of a game where the Jags have been close in that you've been like, ooh. Oh, that's going to be tasty. And they had the last game against the Texans since that victory and their second game of the season against the Titans when they lost by three. That's and interestingly, it. that game against the Texans, they didn't have Minshew playing. They had, what's his face, Luton playing. Luton Airport. Take off at Luton Airport. Yeah. He, uh, this one in. he was throwing that all over the shop. Oh, Did yeah. you see his Sec- little disco spin? His, his rushing touchdown as well. I didn't see that. He's running around to the pylon. I think it's three yards out. The Texan defender goes for a hit, and he just spins. It takes the hit slightly, spins, and then gets in the end zone. Oh, okay. All right. I mean, nice little disco spin. Guy, you guy know, sends his second just, NFL just, pass for a touchdown. That's that's a nice moment. Dave, can you tell me yeah. a quarterback that sent his first NFL pass for a touchdown? Marcus Mariota. Dave, Dave should know the other one. Oh, is it Matt it Ryan? Was Matt Ryan first pass in the NFL oh, went right. for a touchdown? Yeah. That's fun. Who is it too? Roddy White. I think it might have been actually. Roddy boy. Um yeah, looking at the Jags schedule, I don't think they're going to win. I don't think they're going to win a game. There are probably more than that, Jazz, but that Matt Ryan was the one that I was pushing towards Dave. Uh I don't think Packers, they're, they're going to win Steelers, game. Browns, Vikings, Titans. Titans and Ravens when you get to the business end of the season. The Bears. The Bears are a bad team. Maybe the Bears. Maybe the Bears. Maybe they beat the Bears. But the Colts might be fighting for one of the wildcard spots but it's at that good, point. It's good for the, it is good for the Jets that they, um, in terms of the race for Trevor Lawrence, that they uh, did manage to win that game against the Colts. Because outside of that Bears game, they're going to lose all of those. Yeah. So they, they might be the second worst team in the NFL. Uh, what about the yeah. Houston Texans schedule? Because... They're a, we were really nice and lenient with them when it was like, oh, okay, you know, lost the first four, but tough games, you know, Chiefs, Ravens, uh, who else was it? Man. Steelers, they had the Steelers, didn't they, in the first four? 
Yeah. That was like the first three, actually. And then they that lost the, the next three. one. And it was like, it was oh, Chiefs, Ravens, uh, Steelers. What's what's to play for, you know? I think the trouble that... It's such a disappointment for, for their fans, really. But they know? haven't got any draft picks either because they gave away their first draft yeah. picks for Larry <laughs> Tansel. What I don't understand I with that whole organisation and Bill Bryan as the GM was they had Dwayne Brown, who they then traded to the Seahawks, or, or tra- yeah, I think not for very much either, who's an elite left tackle. They get rid of him, and then they spend two high draft picks to get Larry Tunsil from the Dolphins, mm-hmm. who's a good left tackle, but probably not as good as Dwayne Brown is. So why didn't you just pay Dwayne Brown in the first place? Because they paid Larry Tunsil a load of money, and now you've weakened mm. the organization going further. It's almost like Bill O'Brien was thinking to himself, right, I'm going to get sacked, and I want to get sacked to get the, the payout. I've had enough of Texas. Let's see how <laughs> far I can push this until <laughs> I, I have move. nothing left. I don't want to. I think he just. Fuller's going to be. was supposed to be going to be a trade and stuff like that, too. It just the whole organization's currently. I wish Fuller had got traded so he was on a relevant team. Yeah, uh, that would have been. I wish Watson wasn't there. I yeah, feel like I he's, feel like he's completely Watson's wasted. wasted yeah. Absolutely. And he's on, a, he's on a bloody four year contract there. I, so he's maybe not going Maybe he gets traded the Patriots. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe this is nah. all Bill Belichick's big master plan. Let Bill O'Brien go somewhere. Let him do something good, <laughs> then get useless, and then uh, take his assets. So the the Texans' two wins have come against the Jaguars and the Jaguars, uh, which sums up <laughs> their season. <laughs> yeah. The thing is with the Texans, though, is that I still feel because they've got Watson and Will Fuller, yeah, and David Johnson, yeah, yeah. they're Brandon like Cooks, not bad last week. They're like a real wild card. Of teams yeah. will look at them and be like, two wins, lost half your best players, well, I d- whatever. I didn't want to. I I avoided them against the Browns this week because it felt like uh, I can't get involved in that. Easily, it's exactly the blow it's the exactly Browns the kind out. of game. It's exactly the kind of game the Browns would lose. They, they, they could literally <laughs> blow the Browns out, but at the same time, the Browns could run all over them. You just don't know. Uh, they're get. not going to blow anyone out. The Texans. I don't know. They bet could probably blow them out. That. Their defense. Baker sucks, Mayfield. Yes. They're not blowing could anyone blow out. out. No. Well, they could, could they could blow out the Patriots, who they've got after this, after the Browns this week. They could, they could beat the Lions, because the Lions are still just all <laughs> over the place. The Colts are pretty sharp, but the Bears aren't that great. Like The Texans could have a far better record than they have now, come the end of the season. They've got, uh, yeah, the, they could beat the Browns, beat the Pats, beat the Lions, beat the Bears. Depending on where the Bengals are at the end of the year, if that's coming together nicely... Uh. They've they've let they've allowed thirty plus points in five of their games already this year. Yeah, they're not like, good. <laughs> they, they suck. Man. They're not good, the but is, they're though, a wild from card. Point of view, there's no reason to play hard or play not hard because they play really well. Their draft pick isn't really altered because they haven't got a high first round draft pick anyway, or a first round draft pick anyway. If they don't play well and they all lose all their games, nothing really changes. Doesn't change the draft. I know. Pick. It must be a bit of a. It's literally not it's a very nice season. atmosphere. Mm-hmm. That's a season where yeah. what's the point in playing anymore? You might just yeah. say, if you JJ Watt and oh, I've hurt my knee, sorry, I'm not going to play this season. Take the rest of the season off. Get cut yeah, at the I end agree. of the year. Go sign with the Steelers. Go win a ring. Yeah, yeah. Enough said. I think. Uh, let's talk Frank about the, in- the Texans pretty well. Let's talk about the Indianapolis Colts because there's a, a fair <laughs> bit to say about them in the fact that I think they are fighting with Miami and the Vegas Raiders uh, quite clearly for one of the wildcard spots because one of those teams will miss out because the Ravens will get one. 
So Ravens will be this. They'll be the fifth seed. So it's those three in a dog fight, unless we go well, to. Well, the Colts are only one game back though, when... with the Titans. It depends if the Titans actually get a grip on this division or not. It always seems like the AFC South is like, like the NFC East. Like no team really like gets it and runs away with it. It's always like comes down to the last. Two but I weeks. think we've also seen enough bad performances from the Colts, like. It wasn't that long ago that we were kind of going, oh, Philip Rivers actually is like the weakest link in this in this chain of their he team still at looks the moment. It. Yeah, he's not great. But then, off, then there's a weird uh, thing with their running backs this year as well. Their running game sucks. It's not great. Jonathan Taylor seems to now be getting bypassed in the passing game, and they're happy to share it around with anybody else. I, you know, I still stand by the fact that they miss Marlon Mack this this season. Um, yeah, but T.Y. Hilton's doing nothing. He's great, but he's, he's barely getting passed to either. Doesn't yeah, really no, get that's, targeted. That's the thing. But that's that, that's an issue with the passing and, and game planning and quarterback decision making. Mm. I just don't get why he's not being passed to. And also, I do think that Philip Rivers looks a bit over the hill. And the only reason why Colts are really winning games is because the defense is managing to keep them in lots of close ones. Did you not see how Philip Rivers perfectly floated those kill shot passes out to his running back the other week? I mean, missed it unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> there, were, there were a couple when it was um, when Naheem Hines went and did his kind of triple flip into the end zone or or post end zone uh, post touchdown celebration. There were a couple of them. It was down when I was at your house, actually, Jazz, where oh, Rivers okay. just floated these rainbow passes to the to the running backs out on the sideline as they did the swing right out from the backfield. And it was, right. if there is a defender in a 10-yard oh, no, vicinity, yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember, that running back's yeah. getting lit up like yeah. Reggie Bush by Alito yeah. Shepard. And thankfully there wasn't, and they end up going for touchdowns and big breaks instead. And it's like, Rivers is just towing that fine line between idiot and genius, yeah. <laughs> as he kind of has done for the last few years now. Yeah, the defense is, the, yeah. is a, a great thing about the Colts <laughs> this year. Absolutely. So, again, the Colts are a team you don't know every week what you're going to get. And it's hard to pick. Tonight's game, for example, the Colts-Titans game, I think the Titans will win it. But you can easily see the Colts smashing them. It's that sort of that sort of a team that week by week, it could be hot, it could be cold. And yeah. it's not going to be either or either. It's not going to be in the middle. It's going to be either one. Mm, fair enough. If, if their defense can stay healthy, I think they'll get a World Cup spot. Yeah, I agree with that. Because I think they've got enough in the tank in the offense. For well, it maybe, to maybe the Dolphins come back to win that division. Anyway, could be. If we've spoken about the AFCs, let's go to the Tennessee Titans, shall we? The Titans. Well, I I talked a lot about them a few weeks ago when they were really flying high, and they've it seems like they've come down to earth a little bit after last week. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're, you know, they're the same team. They're strong, and I think that yeah. they're going to be. They're going to be there in January. Hopefully, they win that division. I don't. I really don't like the Colts this year. No, I, I know thought you guys I would. Are going to I, yeah, I'm kind of excited. I don't want them. to go back to them. I'm I'm bored of yeah, them. Yeah, I'd already. rather see Tennessee win that division for sure. Yeah, I, and I I wouldn't get excited about them as a wild card team. I don't know. That might change. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm pretty excited about the Titans team. I think that they can. They're they are also a team that can kind of play down to their opponents a little bit as well. Yeah. I'd be a bit worried about that. And their defense. It's probably not good enough to be able to make a Super Bowl run, um, but their offense is great. I think they're one of the. I think they're like low key, you know, one of the more exciting offenses in the. Do league. you think it's that still, they're still quiet for Clowney as well? Their yeah. old school style on offense gives them enough of a chance to make a run to get to the Super Bowl because of that. 
idea of you know any team can win on a playoff game and things like that. But the way the Titans potentially could control the clock with their offense in playoff games, do you not think yeah. that defense is good enough to be able to keep them in playoff? No. Games? That's almost what they did. The Chiefs. Well, they're last worse year. than last year. Their defense is worse than last okay. year. Yeah, I think so losing Jarrell Casey was a stupid move. Mm. Yeah, so I don't think that, and their offense is about the same. So. Yeah. They are a worse team than last year. So, no, I don't okay. think they're going to go any Fair. further. I th- I w- Plus, the Steelers and the Chiefs are just like, they're just so much better. And the Ravens are a better team. Yeah, they're probably fourth or fifth. Well, I think the Titans play the Ravens. You know, with the, the Titans Bills. Win that game. Mike Vrabel out coaches Greg Roman. Yeah, potentially, yeah. Oh, but they're in that happens. kind of. They're in that second like tier you yeah. know, of teams. I think. St- I, just co- I just couldn't imagine them beating. The, the Steelers or the Chiefs right now. I well, think didn't Steelers the Titans. I think no. Steelers Titans is a great like AFC Championship game to watch. It would be really good. I'd be I'd be super happy to see that in the playoffs. And I'm assuming the Titans came out a bit less sleepy of the first kind of two quarters. That'd be useful if the Titans that, do that, then they yeah. probably dominate that game. If we're going by what we saw on the <laughs> but it's momentum, the isn't it? Season. Momentum swung their way. You don't get you don't tend to get momentum swinging your way for four quarters. Yeah, unless you're kind of Donovan McNabb getting smashed by Ocean Yamura eight, six times in the pocket. What's nice is, yeah, that came up this week, isn't it? Because it's like a year ago. Well, no, not a year ago, but it's like to the week that it happened. Oh, is it really? And obviously... Oh, the, I just I just thought that was one and the Giants time where momentum kind of smashed them, so yeah. yeah. But what's nice about the Titans as well is the things that were great on offense last year have continued to be great. Tannehill, yeah, I didn't think Henry. Derek Henry would keep it up, but he has in fairness yeah. to him. Hats off to him. And AJ Brown. Woo. Boys he's so physical. He's one of the best after the catch yeah. players I've seen in the last few if years. He hadn't started so slow this season as well because it was a yeah, slow to get go. Yeah, yep. like he and DK Metcalf, I think, are on a similar physical level of wide yeah. receiver. And weren't they on the same college team? AJ Brown, and DK Metcalf. That seems outrageously unfair to anyone. I'm going to check that now. Uh, AJ, AJ Brown's out of, getting Missis- out of Mississippi. I can't remember where DK Metcalf came out of. I don't think he came out of Mississippi, did he? Uh, oh, that's terrifying if they did play. <laughs> no, no, I'll take the secondary guy. I, I don't want to be the league corner this week. Okay, well, you get... Uh... Ole Miss. Yeah, okay. So, Miss and Ole okay. Miss. Merely. Close, but no cigar. You want to talk some charges, Ollie? The University of Mississippi is called Ole Miss. Charges! Oh, okay. So, it would have been AJ Barron and DK Metcalf. Oh, they did play together? Yeah. Oh, sick. That was nuts. We should find some tape on that. Them just hurting people. Yeah, that seems. That seems. Yeah. What unfair. What do you want to say about your boy uh, Herbert? Oh, he's so good, and I. <laughs> he is so good. Are they the best two and six team? Uh, like that you've seen in without a, while. a doubt. They, they look they are so much better than that. <laughs> they are so fun so to watch. Better. They are missing Austin Eckler. I think at running back still quite a lot. They could really do with a running game. In the long term, I think to take the pressure oh, off. Caleb Ballard came in and looked not too bad last week. Yeah, but it's it's very much like this kind of assortment of chucking bodies and see so who can get a bit of momentum running the ball while Justin shreds people. Uh, <laughs> like two two game of, uh, which QB that Ollie likes out of this draft. Two last game winning <laughs> touchdowns dropped last week. Is I mean no, nothing... no the second one was a very good defensive play. No, no, for sure. But they're both still, to me, perfect throws for the receiver being able to make that catch. And it's great coverage on the second one. The first one yeah. I definitely think should have been brought in. But 
I still haven't seen Justin Herbert play badly or have anything to do with like a, a wildly erratic decision or throw. And it helps that he's got the receiving he, threats he's got and the time he's got. It's early days. Yeah. He might throw the prettiest ball in the NFL it's already. so nice. He yeah. and Russell Wilson have got the best Russell deep Wilson balls. Russell Wilson has that one. Yeah. But Herbert isn't far behind and with that. I saw, him throw, I, saw, I saw him throw a ball. It was a kind of reasonably nothing play. But I just saw it. The Just the way the ball looked in the air is what I'm the, saying. Not like his like his arm or like where it ends up like his accuracy it just looks pretty the deep ball I know that sounds a bit silly the deep ball but... TD I think to uh, to Keenan Allen against the Bucks that's one yeah, of the yeah. best looking throws keep, in the league this keep year keep an eye on it Jazz oh, just no, I'm not, not disputing that he's air. got a good deep ball or the throws are pretty yeah. fast just the thing to say he's just... the best is a stretch at this point no, no one no, no, of the I wasn't best. saying that I was saying it was the pre- I was saying it was the prettiest the prettiest ball the no, way think, it's looking in the Russ air. His day. balls <laughs> are good looking, Jazz. That's what I'm saying. So the Chargers, if you're thinking about the Texans as like a wild card that could just annoy other actual good yeah, teams. Yeah, they're like the Falcons or the Texans, like teams that could beat could beat anybody in a week, but they are fatally flawed for the season. Yeah. Just, just one second. The anything. Chargers are the bottom of the division in AFC West. Yeah. Yes, yes. I thought the Broncos But they've were. been in every no. game. It's so crazy. Unbelievable. Yeah. I know. I mean, overtime yeah. against the Chiefs ended up losing just. Only lost by a touchdown to the Panthers. So crazy. Only lost by a touchdown to the Buccaneers. Lost in overtime to the New Orleans Saints. Like These are good teams that they have been close yeah. with. I know. Uh, only just lost to the Denver Broncos against <laughs> Drew Locke, who we'll get onto in a minute. Um, only just lost by a score to the Vegas Raiders. I mean, they are every game that they've lost, they've been so close to and probably yeah. should have won. Uh, yeah, this is this is a team that... You could see him if Herbert continues to do what he's doing. He doesn't even need to get that much better for them to be a good winning team. Their special teams is trash. Oh, they did it they again. Muffed... They did it again last week. They gave away the ball to the to the Raiders. They have muffed kicks, um, uh, like kick returns muffed, every uh, punt return, every yeah. week. It feels like yeah, they probably it feels like that lost them the game because the Raiders. Uh, scored a crucial field goal off that drive as well. It's it's ridiculous, so, and the defense needs to do more as well. If you're putting up kind of what thirty points a game, then your defense should be helping out more to to ensure. And it's not a Chargers yeah. defense that you would say is ridiculously weak. Like it, yeah, they're supposed to be it, strong. On even if you had a mid-level defense in the player, NFL, but... that should be enough to have won them some of the games that they've been well it's it's very similar to the falcons i think you could say nearly all of these things about the falcons it's like a very similar situation because like i trust they just find ways to lose the the chargers more than the falcons but why yeah why i mean the chargers have been just as bad over the last few years at losing games i think it's only because the falcons feel like they have a proper hoodoo whereas the chargers feel like they've got a breath of fresh air in herbert and it's they've been losing they've been losing the games since he's come in no and it's been going on for a long a long time with the Chargers as well i don't know there's just some yeah i think it's maybe uh, look my bio i mean the energy's different because they've got a, a new rookie qb who looks world class um, and I think I'll they need to get that. rid of but Anthony yeah, Lynn. It, That's the other thing with me with the Chargers. Anthony ooh, Lynn needs to go. Yeah, it, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Why? He's n- because so much of this does come down to coaching. Like you can't, if you're losing these tight games that you're in the whole way, and that's happening consistently, then 
the coach has got a. And there have been mistakes. There have been mistakes with play calling this year as well in terms of decisions on third but he's down. He's not a play caller, is he? And fourth down that I don't think have helped either. No, but he's the guy that's in charge of this organization. He's got a front up. No, front I know, up but to it. Yeah, I, I think that's unfair. I quite like Anthony Lynn as a head coach. I think he's done a relatively good. job. I like him, but I think I think if. I don't think he has done a good job with the talent that they've got. They are way more talented team than a lot of other. I mean that's fair, but they've had a they the do have a difficult division with the the Chiefs in there. They should so. be above the Broncos. Yep. I mean that's they fair. Should be. I mean if if they were if they were four and four right now, then we would potentially be talking about them as a wildcard team. Possibly, yeah. Because that's of true. their, but they're not, and I think some of that comes down to coaching. But and anyway. and the changing a changing not a be coach relevant, like that can change a culture. And at this point, because of the games yeah. and the, how close they're losing it, you need to get a a winning culture in there. And if yep. Anthony Lynn isn't providing that, I think that that's something that might need to change as get well. Jose, he knows how to win, doesn't he? Well, I have nothing against Anthony Lynn. He came off brilliant in the in hard knocks as well. He did. I, I really yeah, liked he seems him. like a great guy. It might just be that needs to change. I like change the uh, he liked cooking stuff on the barbecue. I like the food stuff. Yeah, I yeah, like me too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let, what about those Broncos? Uh, Dave, looking at the clock. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, let's. Let, I mean, the Broncos. We can kind of just like breeze through. I would have thought. I haven't got a lot to say about them. I'm not very interested in them. I think They're Jerry Judy's the high spot of that team so far. I've really enjoyed watching him. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's a shame fair. that Courtland Sutton's not there because he and Judy would have made a very good one-two punch and given Drew Locke yeah. a lot more of an opportunity to win. I, I, like, I like Noah tight Fan. End a lot yeah. as well. Noah, Noah Fan's yeah. really good yeah. too. Yeah. yeah, and of course, Lindsay's had a good year. And I'm surprised Melvin Gordon's got as many carries as he has. I thought it would be Lindsay's team with Gordon as the backup, but it's been very much split, if not more in Melvin Gordon's favour, in fairness. I feel a, yeah, I feel a bit sorry for Lindsay. It feels yeah. like he's, he's played well the last two weeks. He plays well. The last two weeks, he's played really well. Because Gordon, I know, but he always plays well when he does play. But he hasn't quite kind of, I don't know. Maybe he should just be given that number one role. Uh, As a quarterback, Drew Locke is not the one. It's definitely not the one. They can't pick a good quarterback in Denver. It's John Elway's fault. So they'll be picking another. Get rid of John Elway. Terrible. I don't think he's terrible. I just think they just they need to. How much? How much they spend on Brock Osweiler? That was a real good judgment. Uh, a lot of money. Yeah. No, 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 no. They didn't spend much money on Brock Osweiler at all. That was the Texans. Oh, yeah, that's true. That yeah, was Bill O'Brien and the Texans contract. that yeah, paid Brock Osweiler. Yeah, that was, what, 12 million or something? Ridiculous. 17 a year. Yeah. yeah so you think you're paid like 60 or 70 million? Still, though, Brock Osweiler, trash. Drew Locke, trash. Tebow, trash. I mean, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Let's not forget Paxton Lynch. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah Paxton no. Lynch. That was a first round. I can't believe I forgot him. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, Trevin, How Trevin did you Simeon. Forget all the all the highlights that he gave us. There was that so time. There's been, there's been some mistakes have been made, but threw. I'm pretty sure Tim Tebow is pre John Elway. Yeah, I know, but it just seems to be a problem in Denver. They haven't had a quarterback in a long time. Yeah, and it, so it's uh, Jake quite Cutler. frustrating. Yeah, no, yeah. no, no. no. Sorry, whoa, whoa, whoa. Jake We're Plummer about the general. <clears throat> Peyton Manning was there, wasn't he? Come on, let's just let's not forget about that. Yeah, but it wasn't Did Manning Reed. that won them games. In the, spine, well, in the, the final year, in the final year, passing records, he definitely did. <laughs> in the final year, it wasn't Manning that got them a Super Bowl. So, well, he had to game manage, didn't he? Yeah, it was a nice, nice management job. But Tim, he did set the, Tim Tebow the, could have game managed with that defense, the passing but, touchdown record with the Broncos. So, he definitely won some oh, games. Oh, great! One good season, nice one, Peyton. <laughs> hey, Adam Gase has been living <laughs> off that shit ever since, man. True. Yeah, it's just not. 
it's not a team that I associate with being able to pick a decent quarterback now, even if one of one of them. No, and 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 it feels like they're actually a quarterback away from being a good team. Yeah, because <laughs> oh, if they had one of these, if they had one of these decent quarterbacks, you know, we just named three wide receivers or receivers with Fant as well as a tight end that we really like. Good skill position players. Yeah, their running back position isn't terrible. They've got still got a good defense. Von Miller hopefully comes back next year. Bradley Chubb like, has looked good this year. Yeah, really Bradley nice. Chubb looks really good. I mean, come on, like this is a good team. This is a playoff Justin team, the but they do not, good. they do not have a. And if Melvin Gordon yeah. can stay out of jail as well, that'll be, <laughs> be a big one for him. So you know, I mean, if that, if that, yeah. yeah, they're they're a quarterback away from being far better probably than they are, but they don't have that, and so. Any, yeah, anybody a fan of good to watch because of Vic it. Fangio? Not really. Fangio. Yeah, I just don't get it. I Broncos get are just him. just an irritant. I feel at times. Yeah, I agree. I won't go that far. I'm not interested in them right now. I think they're a little bit irrelevant. I could be, if I'm honest. Yeah. Especially. But if they keep if they keep losing games, then they're going to be they're going to be pretty high in the in the pickings. And they maybe they could go after a good quarterback next year. Right? Yeah. I think, but the we'll trouble would be though. I think that if they did that and got a high pick, I think they've probably seen more of Drew, enough of Drew Lock that I think that Elway still likes him, so which, they wouldn't pick a QB. Which is why I Ugh. think they go and get themselves Sam Darnold. No, he's going to the Steelers, mate. And they stick Sam Darnold in there, and we see Super Sam in Mile High take them to the highest peak of <laughs> uh, behind Kansas in the AFC West. <laughs> Speaking of yeah, behind that, that, uh, those heady heights. Speaking of behind Kansas and the AFC West, it's the Las Vegas Raiders that occupy that spot, isn't it? It's all about segways, Jazz. It's all about segways into the next team. Segway. Yeah, this is another odd team that I can't. They're a bit like the AFC's version of the Panthers to me. A little bit, yeah. That's a very right. good way. They're, they're, they're better. They're better. Yeah, definitely they're better. better than the Panthers. And they've got more yeah. talent and more danger about them, especially with Henry Ruggs there, a receiver. Yeah. But you don't know again what you're going to get from the each week. And they, sometimes they're going to pull out masterclasses and other times they're going to just not do very well. They're lacking star power as well. Like, they don't have... They're well organised and their defence is better this year. But they're not... Like, they've still got... Um, Hunter Renfrew is like their second receiver. You said like about Hunter Renfrew. They're, they're, their better receiver, their best receiver is a tight end. It's like their run, their running game is not as good as I thought it would be. What's that guy's yeah, name? Josh Jacobs. Jacobs is yeah, he hasn't done as much this year as I thought he would. I thought he might kind of break out. He had a good um, first game. They've yeah. got a good Great secondary. I, they've got a good... I think they've got and I, I really like Jonathan Abram. Who yeah, obviously I, missed I most of last I hated him on year. hard knocks. Hated him on yeah. hard. As long as I never like hear him talk yeah. again. Yeah, but watching him fun. play, I, that boy throws his but body around. I mean, also what's his really, face? Cleland Farrell and really Max Crosby on the D line, also very yeah. good players. So they're fun. They're really fun yeah. to watch. I like. I'd happily put a, any Raiders game on. So they're from a fan point of view, they're really good. And Carr's been good. He's only thrown two inceptions so far this year. I think they'll be fine. They, I think they'll go to the. I playoffs. like their coaching they'll be, they'll be They're exactly a, a wild card team. Like yeah. the the level they're at, they're exactly. Con- where considering everybody was being like, "Oh, Gruden, ten year contract." I, Gruden is putting together a plan with Mike Mayock, and that, yeah, that's the important thing for the Raiders, considering they've invested so much with off the field talent. 
you can see stuff is working and they are building so something. many of those draft picks have really hit yeah so and they've yeah. really hit and they haven't gone to get the splashy kind of diva player they've got the ones that fit the culture they're looking for yeah which is yeah. great i think mayok always is underrated as an analyst granted sometimes he gets it wrong too i mean i'm sure a, a graphic of the year that patrick mahomes has drafted he had him as the fourth qb on the board which now we know is utter horse crap. But yeah, a lot but, of people do. Yeah, yeah, I was no, going to say, you... <laughs> name me somebody that thought Patrick Mahomes was the best QB. In oh, the absolutely. NFL, in that and draft, that's the thing, know? that you get people who analyse things, you can't always get it right. Also, I think that, again, as we've always said, with all the things in the draft, it's not just a lottery, but it also depends the situation you get into. So you put Mahomes at the Jets, different player. Yeah. <laughs> different everything. Oh, God, so... that would be so sad. <laughs> but, the, but the thing is, for all we know... Sam Darnold might have ended up a similar sort of level. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, very true. David Carr at the Texans when he was getting smashed left, right, and centre might have ended up at the similar level, but because you're in the wrong situation, you get screwed. Mm-hmm. Is it? Does it? Does it feel with just taking back to the Raiders? Does it feel like Carr is he's playing well, but there's still a bit like there's still a ceiling with him where you feel like how far are they going to go with this? And it's kind of like he's playing now where you wouldn't want to get rid of him and kind of push yourself into the unknown or like mortgage your team's future to go out and get... Unless you could you get know, a nailed on. ...young quarterback. But Unless no one's it, nailed on though, are they? You yeah, can't yeah. guarantee you're going to get someone that's But they're not, they're not going to get... You know, they're not going to get a high enough draft pick to get one of these guys anyway, so they'd have to trade loads of their picks to be able to go and do it. And it just, like, Carr is playing well enough, but he has got that ceiling. Like, I can't see him lighting it up in January and, like, making a well, he's, he's Remember the year when he had, he was, he was in the MVP, MVP and time. broke his, yeah, I was about to say. Yeah. Before he got injured, though, right? Yeah, that, but yeah. he got injured, like, week 16. And they still made the playoffs, yeah. and they got torched by the Patriots, I think it was. It was it Texans? Yeah. Uh, Texans, wasn't it? Texans. Jadavion Clowney, yeah, that's it. Maybe he had a pick six. Uh, I think it was, if memory serves me right. Anyway, if... Derek Carr and that team had got to the playoffs and they had him and playing well on offense and had Khalil Mack playing lights out on defense. They would have been a very difficult team to play and beat in that yeah, year. Sure. I think Derek Carr has more. I don't agree with the ceiling. I think that it's just a case of he's still a little bit getting used to Gruden's system. Yeah. And I think we can see a That's huge fair. step forward this year compared to last year in that sense. Carr is playing probably the best football we've seen in about two years. From in like the previous, I think ever since he broke his leg. But yeah, but Carr is at his peak. Is uh, Matt Ryan kind of? He's going to be around about twenty-five to thirty touchdowns a year if he can sort out the interceptions because he's had some bad times with interceptions that have hindered him. uh, And kind of when you look at a sixteen-game span, if he can sort that out, it's it's a good enough quarterback to get you a Super Bowl if there's enough around you. He's not going to win you a Super Bowl being Derek Carr, which is fine. Yeah, but... That's all they they all they need if they can get the talent around and Waller yeah, rugs. Yeah. But they... they're they're still not ready. Aguilar, they're still Aguilar's not ready, are they? Passes. <sighs> yeah, he's got five touchdowns. He's let out a catch. I am. Um, Stonehand. Yeah. got Thory. I, it's it still feels like they're a year or two away from. I agree um, with that. Being able to get. You know, really challenging good division. draft class. Which they are so happen. unlucky, though, that they're in against this Chiefs team, which is going nowhere. So, like, even yeah. if you phrasing get a team right? that which be, can compete, Chiefs are going nowhere. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, nowhere. They're at the top of the mountain. 
They are looking down not on quite, everyone else. But not far off. I'm just having a look. I'm just having a look at uh, their schedule. It's a kind of a mixed bag, really. So they have got the Broncos this weekend. I expect them to win that. Then the Chiefs, probably a loss. And then well, they might got win. The they won the other game, didn't they? Mm-hmm. They did. Yeah. Falcons, Jets, Colts, Chargers, Dolphins, Broncos. It's not that hard a schedule. I mean, they should make the playoffs from the position they're yeah, in. I agree. With that, well, you those, know, that that's kind of theirs to like take control week of. Week like, fourteen against the Colts. There's a few Colts games they big. could lose there. Week but... fourteen against the Colts, I think, is a big one in terms of because, the battle yeah. that the Colts and them are going to be in. Yeah, but they'll probably both. They'll probably both get in. I don't the Chargers. They might have actually sorted something. I like out the Raiders. I like the Raiders. They're nice. Nice team to that watch. That or Justin Herbert team. might got injured. So yeah. That... Yeah, so some some doctor might have tried to puncture his lung like they tend to do with quarterbacks. <laughs> in, yeah. uh, in oh, your ribs hurting, is Justin? Come here, mate. I've got something for you. No, I'll take a pill. Yeah. I'll take Why a pill. Why can't I I'll breathe anymore? <laughs> it's not COVID, Jesus. I'll tell you that much. Uh, talking of a man uh, who made headlines breathing, <laughs> Andy Reid. Because <laughs> he was breathing into that mask on the opening night and it all got steamed up. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, loose segue. Tenuous, but, okay. but let's get into the Kansas yeah. City Chiefs. No, I liked it. Eight and one under Reed. The only loss to the Vegas Raiders. Uh, everybody's saying that Eric Bieniemy needs to leave at the end of this year and take a head coaching job, which I think we've I already still said. I would yeah. if I was yeah. him. S- the Falcons, hopefully. Oh, that's where I'm right. going. Win some games. Go to the Falcons. Come, oh, come to the Falcons. I never understand. It's like it's like a second string receiver that sees himself as potentially being a first string receiver somewhere else. I don't understand why you would lose out on the opportunity to win Super Bowls. Or stay where you are. Andy Reid's not going to be around for the next 10 years, is he? Stay there. Become the head coach of that team. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, why sure. mess around? Be the guy that works with Mahomes throughout his career. Like really? so, oh, we know each other so well. We're on the same yeah. wavelength. The thing is, though, these guys they they tend to be so ambitious that like they're not thinking like that. They're not thinking like I'm satisfied with well, this. They are. They're thinking idiots. like they want to be <laughs> the guy. <laughs> They are, because if you think of it this way, be the person who's going to work with Patrick Mahomes the rest of his career. Be that guy, because you're going to win far more games and your name will be remembered. If you then take over from Andy Reid and you win more games and more Super Bowls... It won't oh, be I agree. That. I agree. I'm just saying that... I'm just saying that this is how these guys think they want to be also the guy. what oh, job do you think you're going to walk into as a head coach oh yeah i'm going to walk into a team that's already at 12 and 4 uh-uh. no you're yeah. going to be walking into no you're going to go into the falcons who are going to hi there we're a team in the nfc east and we need somebody else to try and get us through this division please can you come here and help us out oh yeah great sounds awesome let's just think about this way which head coaching jobs would come up this is going to be off the chiefs completely so sorry texans but the texans the jets the falcons yeah. Woo! Lions. If Matt Patricia makes it through another year, that'll be bonkers. One, yeah. That'll be ridiculous. I think the the Falcons is is the most attractive one that's going to be open. Of those four, that's yes. An attractive. But that's, or attractive. Or the Texans job. also because you got Watson. That's a that's a young quarterback who's good and mobile. Yeah, but you've got no you've got no future with the lack of picks you, and yeah. That's an issue. And their ownership as well is questionable. Whether so the Falcons is a lot more. Is the Jacksonville job going to be and, open? Who cares? Yeah, that, uh, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> the Chargers. The if, if you're trying, to, if you're open. trying to change the culture, yeah, Chargers. Yep, you're quite the right. Chargers yep. job if he, might be there at the end of this year. Yep. Yeah, if they yep. and then you go in and you've got 
that uh, you bought. It might need another year to wait, but yeah. Yeah. Oh, there we are. What, what else have we got to say about the Chiefs? Uh, Le'Veon Bell coming in. Anybody made any sort of decision on whether that's a good idea or not? I, uh, I... I still think it's good to help spell Clyde Edwards-Alaire, but I just don't think they've needed any running game because they're just throwing it over people's heads. Yeah. Again he hasn't really again had... He hasn't had a lot of touches, has he? I did see him have a couple of little scampers last week. Yeah. He isn't. We'll see. We'll uh, see. Defense... I think that might be one of those pickups when you think, okay, it's week 15, 16. Edward Zelaya's got a lot of ankle injury. We'll just put Bell in. That's fine. That's what probably will happen, I think. It's... He could be a playoff here as well. I could see, You could see it happening, couldn't you? Something... Or he plays against the Steelers and we yeah. smash him all over. That would be nice as well. Yeah, yeah, defense has like picked that. up from um, last year. Uh, it's at the back end of last year. It, it's a really good defense that with that offense will certainly win them games. There's not really many faults that you can pick up on the Chiefs. Not really. They've, no. they've been slow in a few games recently, and they are going through getting, a slower patch at the moment. Their but, offense is getting it, getting still it together, I'd say. Yeah. Their offense is really getting it together. Yeah. 43 points against the Broncos, 36 against the Jets. 33 against As the I Panthers. As I said, real slow. Real slow. Yeah. <laughs> well, they, they mean, in the fairness of the Panthers game, they weren't far off losing that game. Yeah. No, but not because of their offense. No, no, offense but still. Good. The Panthers, the Bills, and the Raiders have been games where you've been like, okay. like. And to be honest, the Patriots game on uh, the Monday Night Football was yeah, an interesting yeah, one. Yeah, So Sure. But yeah. they've got some, they've got two really interesting ones to circle in your calendar as well. They've got the Bucks in two weeks. Uh, three weeks, sorry, no, two weeks, and then they've got uh, they've got the Saints in week sixteen, I think. I think they so win both those games. Yeah, I mean, I'd pick them against anybody at the moment, but um, that'll be yeah, that'll be interesting. And then who else they got on there? Chargers, Falcons, Dolphins, Char- Chargers Broncos. Beaten, they're going to win obviously. all of those. I mean, you know that. Yeah, they're still. I don't know. I still think they're the. Even though your your Steelers are unbeaten, Jazz, I still think the Chiefs are favourite to get the oh uh, yeah the, the top spot. Yeah. Uh, unless we go by the theory well, of the Steelers know, play just above whoever they play, <laughs> yeah. So the the Chiefs will come in at you know shoulder height, and the Steelers will be at like chin height. There's just not many other bit. games left. There's there's the Bills, the Colts, and someone else were playing the Ravens. Are the only three games left that I'd say are strong teams yeah after the other after the win the against ravens, the ravens Bills, there was a Colts. idea that they shouldn't yeah, lose right, a yeah. game at least until in week theory. 11 yeah or, until week 12 week 12 sorry yeah. we hit thanksgiving in theory but as we saw last week just because you think you're going to win against a fourth string qb and a dallas team with nothing really to play for doesn't mean you're always definitely going to win yeah so. it just seems like the steelers have got some losses in them even though they are a great team but that's fine because you know t- i would rather be 15 and 1 going to the playoffs. Well, you want that wake up. I know. Game. Yeah, you, you almost that, don't want that, it. That little, yeah. oh, we made mistakes and now we're going to learn from our yeah. mistakes as opposed it to would, the, we're perfect season. All right. It would we're going to score sh- 17 points. <laughs> yeah. You don't want that. It would take some of the shine off as well, wouldn't you it? You can let those dolphins like... pop that champagne. I don't care. Let them pop it. I don't give a crap. Okay. <laughs> Talking of popping champagne, let's talk some bets and making some oh, sure. moolah. Yep. Oh man, I I'm just finding it harder and harder. I, I was so demoralised after losing last week's bet as well. That really shook me. 
I really thought I had it in the bag when it got to the Steelers game. Yeah. <laughs> and they screwed me. Uh, do you want me to go first? I've got them up. Go Towards. for it. Okay. Uh, I've got the Panthers keeping it tight against the Bucks plus five and a half. Uh, I know. Could be well off the pace there, but they play tight games, so that's what I'm going with. Uh, I've got the Raiders beating the Broncos. I've got the Seahawks beating the Rams. I've got the Vikings beating the Bears. And then I've got the Saints at minus nine against the 49ers, just because the 49ers are continually so banged up. I just think the Saints are going to put it on them. But that, again, might be another loss for me. I don't know. And then I've got the Bills... And the Cardinals over fifty six and a half total points. I think That's good. I like that bet. I like that bet a lot. So you could see all those things happening, I mean, and then that got me thirty five to one. The Saints won. So. I reckon they don't play as well as against the Bucks. I think it's just because they're playing the Bucks. They played so well. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I, I can easily the, see it going your way. It's it's so tough, isn't it? Yeah, I think the Panthers one is the real outlier there because the Bucks could easily just beat beat them by and have a point to prove saying oh you think we're crap yeah. here you go here's 50 points yeah. fair yeah. so there we go on then jazzy hit us with yours so i go on that topic i went for the bucks minus six dave because i think that's going to be more likely than the panthers i always took the dolphins that's minus fair. two and a half against the Chargers. i took the texans plus three against the browns took the eagles to beat the giants i just couldn't find another game to go for and i think the eagles will beat the giants oh, i stayed away from that i didn't like the it. eagles will beat did the giants. not like it i took the seahawks to beat the rams and after yeah. we had a a break in the thursday night football curse oh no i've taken the titans oh Jazzy. could be over by tnf it could be but i thought titans are gonna win it they're underdogs in this game so i thought i'm taking the Titans. it's the tnf dnf baby what'd you get for that I got forty-five to one to Ooh, that. Nice. Well, we'll save the biggest and boldest till last. Then. Oh, oh what did you get, man. Dave? What, what, you do, what have you what done, rods, Dave? Thirty-five. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what have I done? Uh, I'm going with the yeah, Tampa Bay Buccaneers over the Panthers. I'm going nice. with the Cleveland Browns over the Texans. Oh, I had to stay away from. That I'm going with like the it. Bills over the Cardinals. <laughs> I'm taking the Seahawks over the Rams. Nice. I'm taking the charges over the Dolphins. Herbert is going to pull it off. And Fair. I'm going big blue over the Eagles, the Giants, to beat the Eagles. Oh. Did you pick six underdogs there? Uh, no. No, it's not six. It's like the Browns. Four Browns underdogs. are th- Browns are the only overdog. Browns are favoured. Oh, my goodness. Overdog. That's overdog. what they call them. Yeah. Overdog. Oh, and <laughs> the Browns and the Buccaneers are the overdogs. Yeah. Oh the my god, dog. there's some tight games in there though, Ollie. And what you're picking against your Eagles, that's so I, wrong. I hope you lose now. I, I I'm hate so close to putting money on the Giants to win the NFC East. I could see it happening. They look like the friskiest yeah. team at the moment. No. On, what are you guys talking form, about? They do. They've played no, the Redskins and beaten the Redskins. That's all they've done. Can I you the Redskins stop twice. saying it? I keep saying the Redskins. Times. Four times. The Washington football team. They've beat. I'm just I'm so outraged that you're saying this. They've won got two so games against the Washington football team. That he has to put and his that's hate it. out in That's all they've done. Form. What else they've done? Nothing. They They're crap. They should have terrible. They actually dog shit. should have beaten the Eagles in that game. That well, they Thursday didn't. Night Doesn't game. matter if you should. You can should whatever you like. Did you? No. Which is See why I think they. Well, that's it. They might do it. 
Well, you they, are I'm, being I'm, I'm with you, Ollie. I don't think it's a crazy They were point. worth an overdog to take, but that has given me 59 to 1. I, there's no way all of that's happening. No. I'm yeah, sorry. except how that's many times so have we said that, that how be like many times have we said this year already? Wow, who would imagine if you pick the underdogs in these three or four games each week? Yeah, but three or four. You got to get the yeah, right I ones because <laughs> the bucks, <laughs> the bucks are the overdogs. Oh, so that increases your odds of getting it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah right, right. Look, yeah, the Giants will get beaten in a close game, I reckon. However, they'll get beaten because they're crap. Oh yeah, they the won't. Eagles are pretty shit as well. <laughs> they won't win because they're not the as Eagles crap as the Giants. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be, gonna be tough. Can't believe you bet against your own team. I can. You second me. Yeah, I hate that. Yeah, I'm, I really I'm don't rate that. If you that. don't think your team's gonna win, you just don't bet on that game. No, because yeah, if, exactly. If the Eagles win, I get the joy of the Eagles winning. Oh, don't oh, be like yeah. I hate it when people say that. <laughs> oh, I've hated okay, that let, for let's years. Get this right. I win either let's way. Get this right. I win. Either Let's say way, you, life bet, showers me with stuff. Your bet loses but by one you. game, two games, sorry, and one of those games is the Giants game, another game is a random other game. You've lost your bet and you lost the game for your team as well. No, I haven't, because the Eagles will have won. Because no, no, I bet if, on the Giants. If, okay, so it loses by one game, oh, and it's not the Giants game. Yeah, I'll be so happy that the, the Eagles team. won. The, no, no, it's a bit... The Eagles winning is worth 60 quid. No, no, no. no. You you win win. the Giants bet, but you lose your overall bet. Oh, yeah, that's a really bad... I'll be really pissed off. Yeah, I hope that happens. (laughs) Now I hope that happens too. Yeah. Uh, Because that's just karma. I'm going to follow that real close. I'm going to follow that real close. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is... So I do in bets what I don't do in fantasy is that I don't pick teams, uh, players in fantasy that play for teams I don't like because I can't enjoy rooting for somebody that I don't want to see do well in real life. Whereas gambling is about money. <laughs> so <laughs> it's all about the green. Well, currently, it's also so about far, fun it's well, not about so... money for us. It's about us paying yeah. the money to the bookies. So whatever. Yeah, we are not doing well uh, at all. Well, let's see what happens. Still a long season to go. Living, living hope. Big thanks for listening to the podcast this week. Another long one as we broke down half of the teams in the NFL. Uh, remember, you can go back to last week's episode for our conversation about every team in the NFC. And remember, you can go to anchor.fm, uh, Google Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, TuneIn, uh, a whole load of other good podcasting outlets. Like and subscribe and follow the podcast. Just search for Return the Picks. That's where you'll find it. That's where you'll be able to leave all of your comments and replies. Remember to follow us as well on Twitter and Instagram at Return the Picks. It's just at Return the Picks, all one word, all lowercase. Follow Dave at David Bluck one on Twitter and at David Bluck on Instagram at Jazz Gillum uh, for both Twitter and Instagram and at O underscore J underscore Wilson for myself on Twitter and Instagram. Thanks again for listening and remember, enjoy the football. Take care.